Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. Great beer is about drinkability. Doesn't matter the style. You guys are like walking beer Wikipedia. That's the first time that you've ever accepted me as a person. Or you have a fermentation in your gut. I'm jet propelled at all times. (laughs) How many guys do you think that you have the privilege to slap? Somebody who's never tasted a commercial example. And this is how you know everything about this beer? Please, you don't. I think it's bullshit. (laughs) I think it's bullshit, too. Wow. Are you guys in an arm wrestle? No. No. We're going to teabag fight. (laughs) You heard of Junkyard Wars? Can I get another high five, Beavis? (laughs) Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. All right. Hey. Welcome to the Hop Grenade, everybody. Uh, a live session, the first one we've ever done from Fort Collins. Uh, we did not christen the studio. The Rare Barrel guys were here last week and did the Sour Hour. But um, it is our first session, and uh, hopefully the first of many. we got a few people out here. Thanks for coming. Welcome. Yeah. It's very nice to see you all. Um, I'm just going to get it over with now. I know I say this all the time. But I think I'm actually dying this time. <laughs> I think you are This too. time. Yeah, I think it's real this time. Is there a doctor in the house? I believe we have a doctor, right? Oh, we do. Okay. Well, for those of you who don't He's know. Off duty. What kind of doctor? Since I started the Brewing Network, um, I've had this morbid desire to actually have a death on air. Oh, uh, my gosh. Well, because it's good for ratings. It's really. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, imagine that. It, imagine seeing someone die on radio. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 It's exactly. Yeah. I mean, you can't see anyway. Yeah, pretty, but uh, it's great to be back in the Concord studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my thought always was, you know, if if just somebody, and and, I, and of course I always thought it would be tasty. You sure. know, right. you I know. found out uh, Tasty's real age. Uh, you did. Oh, oh. Does. are did. we allowed to say it? I don't think so, but I know it. Is it above sixty-five? It's not. Really? No, he just looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Yeah. Oh. He does. He looks bad. So I always thought it'd be tasty. And then, of course, I, for a time, I, th- I thought it would be Doc. Sure. And uh, I've realized recently it's going to be me. Um, and I think it might happen today. I am dying inside. So you're in for a great show, everybody. 
Well, we had the Great American Beer Festival this week. It came to uh, Denver, as it always does. Um, we've been going for something like 12 years now. Well, and we did what we always do, which is make really good health-conscious decisions <laughs> yeah, every day. We did. I mean, we yeah. ate lots of vegetables. And right, and didn't drink very much. No. But, and went to bed early. <laughs> right. Yes. yes. So we did the opposite of all those things, <laughs> and um, I'm feeling it. <laughs> and I've well, decided that what will happen – see, I don't really know how many years I've been going to the JBF. It's something like 12. It's like 12. But I've decided that when I die tonight on the, on the show <laughs> sure. um, and they do the autopsy, yes. they'll – I figure – Maybe the doctor could, could tell me if this, is, if this might really happen. Um, they'll slice my liver in half, and they'll tell oh, by the rings right. around yes. it how many times. Yes. <laughs> the times your liver has regrown over its dead self. Exactly. Yes. Um, is that a thing? Can they do, can they do that? It's tonight only. Okay, good. The, I think could, this table's big enough. We could just yeah. drag you up on that. Well, yeah, we can't do it like in the kitchen. There's health code. Yeah, um, right. But we can do it right here. Stainless. I think it's fine. Yeah. Um, I, I don't even know you. I trust you for some reason to just chop me open and well, figure out what happened. You'll also be dead, so it won't Again, matter what you think. Good point. <laughs> Excellent point. Good choices. Yeah. So, but I'm going to try to make it through. If I if I if I die, yes. I'll try to make it like in the last five minutes so that we do the whole show. Well, Sam can take. Oh. Uh, take my spot. Yeah. Sam's the reason I'm like this. <laughs> <laughs> I should not be allowed to hang out with Sam. Him and I make the worst decisions ever. So we went to the Great American Beer Festival all week, as I said. It was a great time. Um, congratulations to all the winners, by the way. Uh, I saw a lot of good yes. friends uh, win medals. And then, you know, it ended Saturday. So we had Sunday. We had a day, right. of, we, a day to rest. Right. Did we rest, Beardy? No. No. We didn't, we didn't rest on Saturday. No. We, we didn't rest on Sunday. No. What day is it today? Today's Monday. Monday. We didn't rest today either. We didn't rest today. You slept. And I, don't, I slept a little. I, Sam kept us up until 6 in the morning. Yeah. Well, you can't go to sleep I now have, when you're having a Tom Petty. I have a literally. Uh, I do partially blame session. Tom Petty. No yes. sympathy. Do you know what I partially remember? What? The, I don't want to know. <laughs> the snuggle attack that happened on my bed oh. between the three of you. Well, you're welcome. Six o'clock this morning. I don't remember that. I do, at and all. I'm a little irritated. <laughs> really, we came into your bedroom. You spooned me. Well, <laughs> that's so creepy. <laughs> I don't know why creepy. I did that. It, we were dropping Sam off on our way to bed. Because His bedroom was first, so we were putting <laughs> Sam to bed. My house is tiny. We're <laughs> dropping him off. It's four steps from the couch. To right. <laughs> so I also I kind of blame Tom Petty. So we yes. we had a few drinks. And then got all, like, sad and nostalgic and played every song he's ever written uh, from about 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. singing um, at the top of something. Yeah. Uh, but it was nice, right? Like, it was good to celebrate Petty's life. And so I blame him. Right. Um, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be seeing him in about 45 minutes. <laughs> right. Uh, You're not going to the same yeah. place. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> Wait, why does Tom Petty get to go to heaven and I don't? You're insinuating that I'm saying you're... Because I know what you're saying. (laughs) Beardy, I've got a nice cloudy uh, IPA. I can see that. Are you happy about that? Can you? Well, I'm glad that you have it and not me. Did you try it? Uh, My cloudy thing is over there. You didn't finish it. Warming up. (laughs) Yeah. There's a reason it's over there. It's a good beer. We've got Joyride Brewing Company on the show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. They're from Denver. Um, 
if I remember right, and you can deny it, it's okay, but fans of the show, I met you guys uh, a few years back, came to the, came to the brewery there, um, really great spot, and uh, haven't seen you since, even though you've been so kind, you've invited me to things. Uh, I think last year at JBF, there was like a, a private event you invited us to, and I said, oh, absolutely, I'll be there. And then got drunk. And, um, <laughs> so you just did the things that you do at JBS. Yeah, yeah, and I remembered the next day, too. Just so you know, I, I remembered the next day that I said I would be there, and I, and I wasn't. But you're kind, and I'm glad you're here on the show. We've got your beer on tap, so if you're listening now anywhere close to Fort Collins, you can come out. You can try Joyride Beer. Uh, we're going to talk about the beer. We're going to taste it, um, and you can, yeah, you can participate. So, uh, Dave Brewmaster, yeah. clearly a man after Sam's heart. Why? Top coat, tails, or top, I'm sorry, top hat, tails. He wore that today? At, no, at the festival. Oh, I yeah. Know, I was just saying, my eyes aren't good, but it's <laughs> I'm looking at the same guy. Yeah. No, but there was a whole thing. There was a whole conversation. You went top hat and tails? Three years in a row. Now. Really? Three years in a row. Bow tie? Uh, long tie. Just the beard. Just a long tie. Oh, yeah, the beard covers yeah. the, okay. It's like, yeah. Yes. We have to actually order special shirts for Beardy because the logo, it, it's, it's a waste of money. Yes. He's like, hey, can you give me some BN shirts? Here, yeah, here's a blank fucking a shirt. Blank shirt. <laughs> yeah. uh, because nobody can see yeah. it anyway. Yeah. Well, it's cheaper for you if I keep it now. True. It's a blank shirt. You don't have to silk screen it. Plus, you're blind. I tell you that it's got, oh, it's the best shirt I've ever made. <laughs> right. You don't, you don't know the difference anyway. Yeah. Each, each one's better than the next one, or yeah. last one. Yeah. If you grow your beard long enough, you can tie it into a bow tie. That's what I've started doing. Oh, that's fancy. Yeah. I've actually seen this happen. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It okay. happened at JP's wedding. Yes, it did. It did? Yeah. I don't you, remember again, that drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I make so many bad decisions. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> My partners are here, and I feel bad for them. <laughs> they come in, and they know. They both come up, how are you doing? I'm awful, actually. <laughs> And I know that every day they wonder if I'm going to make it to help with the business and, and keep people coming in. And I feel bad for the Moskowitzes, yeah. basically. They didn't know what they were getting into. But, but that's your answer every time now. That so I'm horrible? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now if you said good, they would be concerned, I think. You might be right. I think that's why they brought a doctor tonight. <laughs> They're like, oh, no, he's feeling good. His body's shutting down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we've still got work to do, and um, I just I feel like the Moskowitzes had no idea what they were getting into, because <laughs> you know how I can kind of fake it. I'm like, oh, I'm really yeah, nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah I, I drink a little. Uh, <laughs> everything's fine. Don't worry. Yeah. Just let's just sign the contract. Yes, ignore me doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I always have a beer in my hand. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, they don't live near me, so we have video conferences all the time, ah. and so I just put the beer behind the the laptop mm-hmm. when yep. we. When we talk about things. So you haven't gotten a video loop that you just play of you on a good day? Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, that you can just have. Idea. That's a really good idea. Your, a still your... image that I just uh, I point the camera to? Yeah. It's the same with my staff here at the Hop Grenade. I don't think they knew what they were getting into. And Tim, our general manager, great guy. Um, he's a ginger. Kind of a um, Despite that, he's a good guy. Yeah, he sounds great. Um, same thing, video conferences. He doesn't know I'm a mess either. Oh. oh, no, he knows. You think he knows? <laughs> no, he, he, well, for, can he hear us? He can hear you. I don't think he can hear us. Oh. He's in the back doing ginger things. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever, whatever soulless people do. <laughs> back there. In back rooms. In the back, yeah. In the back of the house. Oh, Lord. 
Well, I did have a very uh, – I had a lot of fun at the Great American Beer Festival this year, though, and uh, I'm, I'm so honored that the Brewers Association keeps inviting us back. Absolutely. Um, you know, Push Eject left the company a little while back, mm-hmm. um, and I was so terrified my whole life of Push leaving because he, he does so much for us. He does all our video. He does our audio. Um, well – I'm going to say that we had the best broadcast we've ever had from the Great American Beer Festival. Wow. 3,000 people tuned in to our live stream of the award ceremony. Yeah. And, it, and it didn't crash the stream. Yeah. It didn't, I didn't break it. Wow. I, luckily, the award ceremony is rather early in the morning, so I was sober. Um, and no, he wasn't. <laughs> Ish. Sober-ish. The funny thing is the Brewers Association brings me beer. I'm back there working, and they put a pitcher on my table. Oh, that's on them then. It is on them. But we had a great broadcast. It went really well. I want to thank the Brewers Association, and I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I know a lot of breweries around the country had uh, viewer parties so that they could um, see people up on stage. So 3,000 people tuned in. Within an hour, 17,000 people had watched the, uh, the recording. Oh, wow. So a lot of beer fans out there. I, personally, I would not sit and watch a beer awards show. I watched it. I think it's ridiculous. I watched it in the hotel while I was getting ready. You did? I did. I'm glad you were I doing something. S- uh, how did it look? It looked fine. See? All right. I did. I'm going to clap for myself. Yeah. Clap for yourself. Yeah. Uh, so the best you ever did was fine. Was fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most I can ask. Yeah. Yeah. Out of me, that's, that's yeah. he, he doesn't expect much more. I'm just lucky. I, I feel like despite my best efforts... I'm lovable, and so the Brewers Association won't fire me. I thought they were going to fire me this year. I felt mm-hmm. like it was going to happen. They said the broadcast was so good, you can stay another year. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, so I feel good about that. Next one, we'll do the World Beer Cup, which is coming up. Yeah. Joyride, you guys going to enter the World Beer Cup? Yeah. You are. And you enter GABF, I'm sure. Yeah. You, do, you, you put some beers in? Okay, we'll talk about that when we get you on here, find out what categories you enter. The World Beer Cup is up next. We'll broadcast yeah. that. Then, of course, the, uh, NHC. the, yeah, NHC. the yeah. National Homebrewers Conference. So, um, and those are close together. They are. So that's going to be rough on you. That will be. Um, I don't think I'll make it to any of them anyway. You guys are going to have to figure Just watch what I do. Okay. Yes, I'm watching well, be very though. closely. Yeah, he, no. He... You can't see. <laughs> uh, watch what I do and then just carry on my legacy. And then just do it. <laughs> Excellent. What is my legacy? There anyway. isn't one. But I actually also want to say thank you to everybody that came by the booth, bought the merch. We had a great mm-hmm. year for merch sales. Um, mm-hmm. And I really appreciate when people come by and, like, introduce themselves and they're like, I'm so nervous. Whatever. I'm a person. It's fine. People feel bad about it. They go, I don't want to take yeah, up your no, time. No, that's why we're cool. here. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, and thank you. Yeah. That was very nice. Keeps me employed. Now, I met some homebrewers there who I think should be here tonight. I was told... I believe they're hiding in the corner. ...that there are two different homebrew clubs that were competing with each other for how many people they could bring out. Oh. Which is difficult because, let's be honest, who gives a shit? (laughs) It's Uh, a Monday night. It's a Monday night. It's it's like Antarctica out there. It's so cold. Exactly. First snow of the season, maybe? Is that snow? Is that what you call that white stuff? And it's more, it's wet. Well, slush, so slushy now. Not I even guess. exaggerating. I will clean up the language a little bit. But Justin walks outside this morning. He's like, shit. <laughs> that was clean. That was, <laughs> that yeah. was clean. That was the clean um, version. What's this white stuff on the ground? <laughs> I don't understand Colorado. It's a stupid yeah. state. Let's be honest. It was 70 degrees yesterday. And then we woke up this morning and there's snow on the ground. That doesn't make sense to anybody. We yeah. thought someone had slashed a tire on the bus yeah, or, like, a tree had fallen on it. I don't know what happened. But it's just snow. The yeah, weather. just snow on the ground. 
why did I pick Colorado? <laughs> Again, with my partners, I don't know why you guys listened to me. I, we, so we were looking for a location, and we looked a lot in California, actually, but yeah. it's very competitive there. There's like a new uh, tap room opening every five minutes, it seemed like. Um, so we started looking elsewhere, and I, I really like Colorado. Not today, but most of the time. Okay. Um, and I, because I do so much work here. So I came here. I said, I'll, I'll scout some locations. Um, and I went to uh, Boulder. And in Boulder, I, I really liked Boulder, but I decided that I could not deal with those people. Oh. So you Fort Collins people, you know what I'm talking about. Um, where you, you can tell the quality of a person by how many REI North Face garments uh. they're wearing. Or okay. how new the Subaru Outback is. Uh-huh. And I oh, decided... Don't be that judgy guy. I'm that judgy guy. Mm-hmm. I decided we could not open in Boulder because I would be miserable and judgy with the people. So, I, and then I, I looked at Colorado Springs, and I kind of like Colorado Springs. It's nice. Um, but it didn't feel like Colorado. Like, the city in... Colorado's going to hate me. Why am I doing this? Yeah, stop. Uh, yeah. The, the city itself Welcome just... To Fort Collins. It just didn't feel like Colorado. It felt like, I don't know, like Pittsburgh or something. Whoa. Sorry, Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. So very nice <laughs> so, and a welcoming city. Uh, a yeah. Depressing. So I came to Fort yeah. Collins, and I had been here before. I had visited New Belgium and Odell's years ago when we first started coming to uh, the GABF. And I, believe it or not, also hated Fort Collins for like the first two days. But here's why. The entire town is under construction constantly. I couldn't drive down the street. There was construction everywhere. And I was about to leave. Uh, I had looked at several locations, and I didn't like them very much. They were all in, like, um, weird old strip malls and, and such. And Marty, you know, called me on the last day, and he said, I want you to go to one more, you know, place before you leave. And I came, and I looked at this spot. Oh. And I loved it. And then I decided this whole construction thing that I'm, <laughs> that I'm complaining about, yeah. it's a good thing. It's it means the town's oh, growing. Okay. Right. Uh, which it really is. Like, this town is just growing like crazy. So we chose Fort Collins, and I'm happy with my decision. Except for the weather. Oh. It's dumb. But you were here, weren't you, didn't you come out here last April? So I was here in the winter. Similar. Well, okay, now you make a good point. The most snow that Colorado and Fort Collins or whatever gets is in like March and April. It's backwards. What happened to (laughs) January and December? Yeah. So Christmas is not white. I was here in December and I went like jet skiing. Oh, and then come April, it snows. It's mm. a very strange state. Yeah, there's something else about Fort Collins. You guys need to get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. There's something else I've noticed about Fort Collins. Now, I don't know if Fort Collins is anybody here <laughs> a, like native Fort Collins. Oh, we got a native over there. You were born here, really? Okay, we got one guy. Now I want to talk to you about this. <laughs> So people are disgustingly nice in this city. I mean, can it's you difficult find to anything deal with. else to complain about? Well, Please. here's yeah. why. It's intrusive. Like, it's too much. So you go to the grocery store, right? And everywhere in America, everybody says, hey, how you doing? Like, that's what we do. But nobody gives a shit about the answer. We don't, nobody can, you just say it. You don't, I don't care how you're doing. Oh, goodness. It's different here. I go to the grocery store. How are you doing? I'm fine. Thank you. Good. What did you do today? I don't, what do you mean? I don't know. I went grocery shopping. Yeah. Did, you, did you enjoy yourself? What are you doing tomorrow? They care about the answer and then proceed to nicely ask about your life. And I don't know how to deal with it. I how like do you, how how do you it's get anywhere? their fault for being too nice, not your fault for being a dick. Yes, you have it right. 
Yeah. I'm just clarifying. That makes sense to me. So oh, I, I've started to deal with it, I and I've, I've started to be nicer because I realized that I, well, that I should be nicer. Yeah. It doesn't matter how nice I am. I'm still the dick in this town. Yep. That's how nice yeah. these people are. It doesn't matter how much I smile or say thank you. Yeah. I can tell they're annoyed with me because really yeah because you're also are you supposed to ask them also what they did yesterday oh god and the day before probably i don't polite such a who cares <laughs> <laughs> uh, well they might actually remember what they did yesterday yeah so That's marty right. marty won't go around town with yeah, me anymore because marty's also nice he fits right in here kim she's a little like me no she's not <laughs> yeah oh yeah she uh she she doesn't like people very much sometimes and she's very judgy mm. Uh, That's but not true. Yeah, so Kim and I, we can hang out in this town. We go to dinner. Everybody hates us. It's perfect. Uh-oh. Marty goes out to dinner, and he's very uncomfortable with me and Kim. But he makes like seven new friends, so it's cool. He does. He right. is. Yeah, he brings his own friends. Um, anyhow. That sounds like a pain. So we've got a lot to do tonight. Oh, uh, I heard that we might get a visit from Chuckanut Brewing Company. And I believe they just walked Oh, boy. In. Are they here? Oh, that's wonderful. Perfect. Uh, so I sent people over to their booth uh, all week long because people ask. I don't get to see too much at the JBF. I'm, I'm doing the video. Mm-hmm. And whenever anybody asks, hey, w- what do you like? I, I pretty much said Chuck and I. Yes. I, I guess I should have sent them to your brewery, uh, Beardy, but. I was actually telling everybody to go to Chuck and Nut also. You were doing I wasn't, the same I thing. didn't even pour my beer. I was just like, just go to Chuck just and Just go to Chuck yeah. and Nut. Um, you guys won a medal this year, right? Multiple medals. Two medals. Two medals. Yeah. Let's get a round of applause. For yeah. That. Uh, Nut makes my uh, favorite Pilsner in America. Yes. Uh, it's a wonderful beer. You like their Kolsch. Yeah. Uh, favorite Kolsch. Yeah. So we'll, ta- we'll take a little break. We'll talk to them, and then we're going to get Joyride on here, and we're going to spend the rest of the show with Joyride uh, tasting their beer. And abusing and, them. Uh, and I, it, I believe we talked about abusing them. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. As you can tell from yeah. the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. uh, I'll probably complain about something that doesn't matter. But people are used to that. That's why they tune in, I guess. That's why they walked in, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So why don't we take a quick break, uh, long enough for me to, I don't know, finish this beer, grab another one. We'll get Chuck and Ud on here in a second. Don't go we'll talk about on their us. medals. And then we're going to spend the night with Joyride right here live from the Hop Grenade in lovely, nice Fort Collins. Very polite. (laughs) Oh, what'd you do yesterday? Hang in there. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. Morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. Morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to morebeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of The Buzz, The Forum, The Learning Center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. 
First Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st of... Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Saka JP. Brewing Great Beer is a process of continuous learning, and the best books on every aspect of brewing can be found at Brewers Publications. With more than 50 awesome titles like Modern Homebrew Recipes by Gordon Strong, Designing Great Beers, The Ultimate Guide to Brewing Classic Beer Styles by Ray Daniels, American Sour Beers, Innovative Techniques for Mixed Fermentations by Michael Tonsmeyer. For the Love of Hops, The Practical Guide to Aroma, Bitterness, and the Culture of Hops by Stan Hieronymus. And Radical Brewing, Recipes, Tales, and World-Altering Meditations in a Glass by Randy Mosher, plus many, many more. These are the books and the authors with the knowledge to push your brewing farther than you thought possible. And you'll find them all at fine homebrew and book retailers everywhere. And visit the website at BrewersPublications.com. Brewers Publications. All the best on beer and brewing. Marin Brewing Company in Northern California has been making award-winning beers for more than 25 freaking years. Today, I want to tell you about their new 12-ounce cans of Mount Tam Pale Ale. The good stuff, Mount Tam is bright gold. 5.5% ABV to keep you feeling good and has been winning awards since 1989. If you're visiting the Bay Area, get your butt out to Marin Brewing Company. They pour tasty beers and serve great food every day until midnight. Come in for a tour, stay for the food, and pick up a six-pack of cans of Mount Tam Pale Ale to enjoy at home, camping, biking, or whatever the hell you do. Owner Brandon Moylan has this to say about Marin Brewing Beers. It's freaking awesome. Marin Brewing has won more than 100 gold medals in international competitions. Check out MarinBrewing.com for all their award-winning beers, food, and merch. Marin Brewing Company in Larkspur, California. Award-winning taste, refreshing finish. It's freaking awesome. program uh, we are live from the hop grenade here in fort collins happy to be here um i own this yes. place that feels weird sometimes oh you do yeah this is my place huh. we're sitting in my place no wonder you hung up a bunch of your pictures on the wall there are a bunch of pictures of me yeah i'm that guy yeah you should see my house i have like a big painting of myself <laughs> a sculpture yeah. in the front yard yeah, yeah. Of me. yeah. Of you, yeah. it's a creepy sculpture <laughs> well um, it looks like you yeah, I'm happy to be here uh, in Fort Collins at the Hop Grenade, and with us, joining us now, is our, our old friend Will Kemper from uh, Chuckanut Brewing Company. Thanks for coming, what Will. Nice to be here, Justin. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's what were you wonderful. guys doing? Just come out to check out some breweries in Fort Collins before you go home? Uh, well, you know, business brings us, you know, various places, okay. b- specifically the GABF. And sure. Then, you know, to visit friends in the area. I actually grew up in Colorado and went to school at Boulder. So oh, you did? It's always oh. nice getting back. Oh, God, I'm sorry I made oh. fun of all the Boulder people oh. before you came Boulder was my favorite town in Colorado. Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> I've never been. Yeah. 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 See, Will's the exception. He's not, you're not like a regular Boulder person. No, no. See, no, he I knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they kicked me out of there, too. Now, you yeah. said that sometimes business brings you here. I, I have to ask you, and it's, uh, it's, more, it's uh, more me begging than, than a question. <laughs> Are we going to be able to get chucking up beer in Colorado soon? <laughs> Or what? Uh, you know, I would like that. I'd love to. You know, we have the second brewery, so it gives us more production. And okay. ultimately, we're going to get into packaging. Okay. Probably cans, really. But right now, we just can't uh, supply even Seattle. You wow. Know, we're just north of Seattle for the brewery. And our draft accounts are essentially just for Seattle. Really? So, yeah. Wow. How, we haven't talked to you in so long. How big is your second brewery? Well, the brew house is... a. a 20 barrel length. Okay. So that's... You know, and that's what's your first one? 10. 10. So okay. it's only twice as large, but as opposed to the first one, yeah. it's a production facility. Okay. So the first one, the brew pub, we were limited on how much we could make, and we've been at capacity for the last few years. I see. Fortunately, like a lot of breweries. That's a good, good time sure. for breweries. But the second one, so besides making a lot more, we can expand to be crazy big. Okay. Because uh, we have acreage. So we actually built the brewery, the the building for the brewery. It's expandable, and that's why I was saying uh, we hope to look at packaging, bottles, or cans. Right now, I'm kind of leaning to cans, but uh, we'll see. Okay, I think your beer would lend itself well to cans. But the yeah. question I have for you is: Do you do you worry about packaging? Your beer is so clean. It's it's one of the things we love about it. It's yeah. just such a quality, fresh, clean product. Are you concerned about packaging? Because it's a whole other level of yes, potential. Absolutely. That's, yeah. a, that's one, you know, why we haven't got so much into packaging are because of my concerns. Yeah. Packaging will do nothing to make a beer better. Right. Right. And that's a dilemma you have to work with. And so with our beers in particular, they're, they're brilliant, meaning that they're really refined. But not extensively so, not sterile filtered, for example. So what happens is you have to look at the size of yeast, and we basically just filtered out to get rid of these. Well, when I say that, not in an absolute sense, because if you start if you start to do more filtration, which you can't, oh, sure, you yeah. make it more stable, but you literally strip flavor and color and other factors from the beer. Got it. So it's really a balancing act as far as where we go. So as far as the perishability, that's a that's a very important thing. Beers, the freshness, the sure. freshman is so paramount in this consideration. Well, you have the freshness, you have the uh, oxygen, right? So exactly. what are you, are you going to spend a billion dollars on a canning machine? Like no, what, probably a trillion. A trillion, oh, yeah. 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 We're going to go big. So their beer will be fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. They'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, and of course I'm being sarcastic, but, but it's expensive to yeah. keep the parts per million of oxygen down, right? All of these things. So I that mean, is it. You and have a... a yeah, no, that, that is it. And how we make beer, that's the other thing, is the beers we make, they're essentially in closed systems. So yeah. so any kind of oxygen comes in. Uh, uh, for example, we don't carbonate the beer. And so 
all of our beers are naturally fermented. Okay, that's right. A, uh, German for, style. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's uh, called a spooning technique. But once again, the carbonation is uh, nat- due to the natural fermentation. So we build it up to the required level, and um, um, that's good because, first of all, what is the purity of, fer- of, of CO2 from fermentation? Yeah. Obviously, it's the most pure, most pristine. Right. And, yeah. and, but the, the oxygen factor, you know, addressing that, uh, packaging, you know, uh, fortunately, canning in particular it's a bit more workable. Okay. When I say that, there's been a progression of, 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 of capability on canning equipment. Over but, bottles. Over bottles. Now, yeah. before, to me, it would be an absurd consideration because look at your open area for filling a bottle versus a can. So that will introduce oxygen much more easily. And when you have a product like ours that, you know, the, the idea here, our products are that any defect really comes through. Yeah, they're sure. made they're made very well. Yeah. <laughs> and so, well, and they're, oh, they're, yeah. they're just clean loggers. There's not a lot to hide behind. Yeah, so exactly. you're right. Anything is going to yeah. come through. Well, they're loggers and ales, by the way. So, you know, okay. like the GABF and what we did, uh, we, we did the Colch. And the Colch, which fortunately won a gold medal. That's what you won the gold in? Yes. Well, gold medal yeah. Colch. Yep. <laughs> that's impressive. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, and the Colch is what, like a hybrid, like an ale and lager? It can be. Okay. It can be. Uh, ours isn't. And ours, so when you drink a beer, you sometimes drink a story. So let me give you the Colch story for Chuckanut. Okay. What we did was that uh, I've set up a couple of breweries overseas in Istanbul. And when my assistant, this is in the, shoot, this is uh, like, 2005, four, something like that. So when my assistant was trained in Cologne, Germany, where Kolsch is king, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he brought a yeast strain over, uh, well, we used it there, and I thought it was a wonderful strain. To me, is about the most pure type of uh, Kolsch strain. And uh, so when we returned to America, by the way, we used it in Istanbul, and it, it went well, and when we returned to America, I tried to get it in from Germany. It was... Uh, from a company called Laboratus, by the way, which came from the as offshoot of Domans. But anyway, what happened was that we spent a couple of years trying to get it in, but the paperwork was such oh. that everybody just gave up. So what, uh, a couple of years, literally a couple of years after first trying, we had to go over to Germany on business, and I made arrangements to make sure I had a couple of auger slants waiting for me. And just bring it back with you. Exactly. Got so it. the point is, one auger slant uh, I brought with me in one. We checked in. How did you transport that? You, did you have to get dry ice? And, oh, no, no, no. You no, you, you, you wouldn't have done, done that, too, because uh, when you're talking about auger slants, you, you don't freeze them because oh. you've essentially destroyed them. Oh, I so see. So it's, it's a matter of a timing. An auger slant, uh, uh, as, as far as going down, anyway... What happened was I brought it over, I brought it over, and once I got it over, then I sent it to the laboratory maintenance, you know, uh, company that does that, and so we access it. So it's a proprietary yeast strain for us. Just yours. Just yours. So okay. it's called Wilkemper Ale. Nice. And, and so other, you know, people ask me about getting that yeast for their, you know, we, I'm sorry, we don't, you know, the loggers, which is 3470, that's the most commonly used logger strain in the world. Okay. I have no problem giving that away, but not our proprietary yeast strain. Got it. So when you use, when you drink Colch, Chuckanut Colch, uh, it's rather unique like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, Beardy, Will likes himself, too. He named the yeast after himself. <laughs> You're the same. Well, with a great yeast. Of actually, course you would name it after Actually, himself. the yeast company named it that. So. They did? Yeah. So you don't have a large painting of yourself in your living room? Well... <laughs> 
Mari won't let you. That's right. what yeah. Yeah. No, it's okay. all of her. So your Kolsch won gold this year. Yeah. Uh, and now Beardy's a big fan of that Kolsch. Yes. Uh, you, you tasted it uh, yeah. this year. Why do you think it won the gold? I tasted it a lot of times this you year. You did? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Beardy has been trying. Uh, he works for Loma Brewing mm-hmm. Company now. Yeah. Um, last time That's you were on the program, he mm-hmm. was a janitor or something. I don't know what yeah. he did. Yeah. Um, but so, anyhow, he's been trying to perfect a Kolsch for, oh, since, okay. he, since the brewery opened. Yeah. Um, and he's doing quite well. I like his Kolsch. Uh, however, it's just uh, it's not quite a, a, a traditional Kolsch. Beardy, what do you think uh, about his and, and you know, why it might have won that style? Well, I think a huge part of it is the what his yeast is doing okay, and how he's managing it. Because with any of the commercially available strains in the U.S. Uh, that are sold as Kolsch, yeah. none of them taste like his. Okay. And so he... He has a leg up on everybody, Just in my opinion, with that yeast. With that okay. yeast. But also, they can make fantastic beer no sure. matter what yeast they're using. And so, Well, and like any beer, but maybe particularly with something like a Kolsch, uh, fermentation is everything. Uh, what temperature are you fermenting at? Because you were saying you're, you're just ale on this. You're not. Uh, that, it's an ale. Now it's, uh, so we'll go as high as 64 on that. Really? Yeah, as high as 64. What would a traditional... But by the way, by the way, what, what we do... Afterwards, is we do it a cold conditioning. Okay. So we'll ac- actually lager it. We'll 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 uh, age it at uh, uh, 32 degrees Fahrenheit, zero okay. Celsius. And the reason we don't go, we can go even lower, but the point is the alcohol content is so low that we are now possibly talking about you know, f- doing some freezing of the beer. What is the alcohol content in your cold? The alcohol content of, of the cold is just below 4 ABV. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, you're so such a low. purist. Yeah. You're, so, you're so true to style. <laughs> yeah. And that's part of why we like your beer so much, because you're, you're not messing around with it. You're, if you make a Kolsch, it's a Kolsch. If you make well, a Pilsner, it's a Pilsner. You're yeah. not dicking around with dry hopping or whatever else no. might happen. Well, you're just making that style. Yeah. We, we have our forte, you yeah. know, in this style. Yeah. So... You know, let, you know. I love the vari- the fact that variety is is there. Sure. And by the way, in America, America's king of the world as far as craft brewing in particular. Yeah. So I'm working with folks overseas. I've been for a while, but it's fascinating the the approach there. And so the beauty behind it is that it's a wonderful time to be a beer drinker as it well is. as a brewer, because you know the the information, the versatility, the option. Yeah. It's just a wonderful, wonderful, expensive time. Sure. Now, what what are you going to do when um, you know Anheuser Busch comes knocking on your door and wants to buy out Chuckanut? I'm going to say I thought you were dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not around anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you not going to take oh, a I, million I thought you dollar said paycheck? I'm sorry, I have bet here. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't worry. I'll ask Joy right the same okay. question. Yeah. I'm going to put them on the spot as well because I would sell for five dollars tomorrow myself. <laughs> um, and then. Uh, before you go, you also won with your Dunkel? Yeah, the Dunkel, which is a German uh, Münchner, uh, Münchner style. Fortunately, that's been the third time that we've won gold at GABF for the Dunkel. With that beer? Yeah. Same beer? beer. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. So Consecutive? Have you won? Oh, no, no, okay. no. Sometimes we don't even put yeah. it in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we only win when we put it in. <laughs> exactly. This guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, hey, Mari, yeah. you want to win a medal this year? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's enter some beers. Yeah. No how, problem. How many medals do you want to win this year? Yeah. What do you want? Yeah, I'll bring, what are you, five, six? Well, <laughs> right. If you want Dunkel, you know, that. besides that, it's won gold at the World Beer Cup. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so do you need? Are you adding a third shelf for all of the rib, or all of your medals now? <laughs> well, we, you know, the 
folks put them up at the at the brew pubs. So oh yeah, yeah. I've seen nice. I've seen the, the the racks of all the medals. You can kind of go and just ro- ro- walk down to the walk down the hallway with your hand out and just jingle just, them all. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to go too deep in this because we don't have a lot of time, but I ha- I have to at least mention it. Um, Beardy with his Kolsch and his loggers has recently uh, started um, step mashing, right? Uh-huh. And, and and on the show uh, we get we get a lot of differing opinions, like yep. that it that it that it doesn't matter, that yeah. malts are so refined now that it doesn't matter. Exactly. Well, Beardy thought he'd give it a shot, and his opinion was that he really noticed some differences in the beer when he did that. Now, now I think he's, he's a fan of that, and, yeah. and I wonder if, if with your... Well, for, you know, we're two things. As far as our capability in our, our brew house, mashing in particular, how we control things, we're, we're also possibly about the most computer-controlled small brewery in America. Okay. We control temperatures down to the decimal of a degree Fahrenheit. Wow. And we and so we do temperature programming. However, asking me the question as far as what is preferable, um, I no. A single infusion can, depend upon the style of beer, a single infusion, for example, can be the best approach for certain beers. What about your Kolsch? A Kolsch, we, it's also a standardizing production procedure, so everything is temperature programmed. Okay. So we don't, do, we don't do a prolytic rest, but we go to various other enzymatic rests higher than that for... You do. So it's not um, just a single infusion. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And your Dunkel? Same. 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 Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, the rest will be a bit different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, see, I don't think I would taste the differences that, that you two... Uh, I mean, I, I know it's a great beer, so I, I guess I taste that. But if you gave me two, right, and, and yeah. you told me this one I single infused and this one I stepped... I'm not sure I'm, I'm refined enough to taste the difference like you do. I, well, I think, I think you could. I think there's not many... Pla- what brewery is doing a side-by-side of that? Yeah. And, and it's just... You, just Loma. <laughs> yeah, well, for now, I think the, the, the transition is done. So you can't do a side-by-side of step and, and yep. single now. Okay. But okay. now we're all the, st- all the step mashing. You are? For, for the loggers and Kolsch. Okay. Single infusion on the ale still. Got it. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm a fan. I, I also noticed um, an actual measurable difference in attenuation. I noticed my attenuation. Yeah. I noticed the gravity, the oh, final yeah. gravity actually going down in the beer. Yeah. Given, given the same no, temperature, to me, same sacrification yeah, temperature. No, that's one of the most important aspects of making good beer, respecting what yeast is doing. What You know, you have to optimize the conditions for yeast. Mm-hmm. So just casually playing around with the yeast, throwing it in, thinking, okay, the, I've just added the yeast. No, no, no. The whole thing is the yeast doesn't work. So you mm-hmm. optimize. You optimize conditions for the yeast. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's, that's very important in, in any kind of good beer. Yeah. Because right. and what I'm getting at then is comes for attenuation. What happens is you, if you have issues with your yeast, you won't attain attenuation. So so right. many beers, you find that uh, non-attenuation in that product. No, that's not what you want. Right. Do it right, Beardy. Start doing it right. <laughs> One day I'll get there. Maybe. Listen to Will. <laughs> yeah. All right. Study what he does. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. You won't be around for it, but I will. Yeah. Will might actually enjoy my beer one day. Yeah, okay. yeah. even if it was tomorrow. I would, yeah. <laughs> right. uh, well, Will Kemper, ladies and gentlemen, from Chuckanut Brewing Company, thanks for being on the show with us. I appreciate very much. Appreciate it.
Yeah. Thank and you. congratulations on yes. your awards. Uh, please take care of, of Mari for us. I like her a great deal better than I like you even. And uh, uh, She's the only reason I'm still alive. Right? Because yeah. she takes care yeah. of you. Yeah. Uh, she's a very nice person. Yes. And, in fact, she would fit in Fort Collins with the nice people mm-hmm. yeah. is, is, is how nice she is. So safe travels back. Thank you again for being with us. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you very much. All right. Will Kemper, ladies and gentlemen, Chucking Up Brewing Company. If you haven't gotten a chance to taste that beer, um, you should. And um, we're going to get Joyride Brewing Company on the program with us right now. I think we're going to talk to Dave um, first. We've got three of the people to abuse from, from Joyride. Um, as he's uh, getting himself situated on the couch here, once again, it, yeah, so Chuck Nuts up in uh, Bellingham, right? Yes, that's uh, where the, the pub is. The right. production, is, I believe, is about 10, 15 minutes outside. Okay, which is also where uh, the Moskowitzes are, yes. are from now. Mm-hmm. So you could visit Will and, and Marty, both nice people. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you ever go to Bellingham. The one time I went uh, to the pub... Marty was actually sitting. He was just at Chuckanut. Just a coincidence. Coincidence. Yeah, yeah. I, I just walk in after hanging out in the brewery with the guys. Yeah, and look over, and he's like, "I know you." And he, <laughs> right. And, and there he was. Well, there here, let me Moskowitz. give everybody Marty's number. Right. Um, if you're so in you Bellingham, can, you can call. Oh, you yeah. don't. You don't want me to. Okay. Oh. Um, I just thought maybe you could host some <laughs> listeners. Just go to Chuckanut. He'll probably be there. <laughs> yeah. All right. We've got uh, Dave Bergen on the program with us now from Joyride Brewing Company. Thanks for being with us, Dave. Thank you for having us. I told you I, I would prefer your last name to be Firkin. I think you should, you should change it to Dave Firkin. I, I think we can we could maybe look into that. I don't know. It, it sounds a like a lot of paperwork, though. It's probably a lot of paperwork. Mm-hmm. You got a wife and kids, too? Like, it'd be a, it's all down the line. Uh, just, just furry kids and, and okay. a wife, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know how my parents would feel about it. Sure. Okay. Well, I'm full of good ideas, so if you want another one, I'll give it to you. Yeah, that one was free. <laughs> yeah. The next one's going to cost you. That's right. Now, where is Joyride, Dave? We are in uh, Edgewater, Colorado, uh, okay. which is uh, technically right across the street from Denver. Okay. Uh, so Denver owns the street that, that we're on, uh, and so the curb is the start of Edgewater. So oh, really? We're, we're like two feet away from, from Interesting. Denver. So um, is that good? Like, do you get all the benefits of a big city like Denver, but without all the bullshit because you're oh, outside yeah, of the city? A little bit. Uh, for one, we're allowed to have dogs in our tap room, okay. uh, which is huge. Uh, we're right across the street from a lake, beautiful Sloan's Lake. Uh, they're on the west side of Denver. Uh, so a lot of people want to take their dogs for a walk around the lake and yes. come in for, you know, for a beer afterwards or sometimes five. Or five, so, yeah. Uh, and uh, so it's great that we're able to have that. And our, I think one of our staff's favorite thing is to pet all the dogs. Hmm. Uh, so that, that makes for a, a good opportunity. So, uh, And then it's, it's much more of a small town feel uh, where, you know, we really feel like we're kind of in a small town, but like right on the other side of the street we can see – the downtown skyline and so right. you're still close enough that if you want to go to museums or concerts or uh you know great restaurants it's all, it's all right you know there. a ten dollar lift right away but do you we, live right there too i live uh, two miles west of the brewery in, okay. in lakewood uh, which is another uh western suburb uh but grant who's with us is a is an edgewater uh resident okay uh, and he's actually running for our mayor right now what oh you're actually running for mayor are we going to hear your stump speech later? Oh, this is interesting. Yeah. You might not want to sit on this couch for this show if you're yeah. running for, for mayor. And, and When is the election? This year. It's, yeah, okay. the normal election, November. It's November. Yeah. You're actually, I'm really flabbergasted right now. Yeah. 
Okay. He's a very so, pro beer candidate. Yeah, um, there, yeah. There's there, there's several anti beers. There's there's some wine candidates, some cocktails. Interesting. But, th- but this is our only beer candidate. Okay. Okay. And uh, and, and he, he's my brother-in-law as well. Really? Yes. Wow. You guys are all intertwined over there. Yeah. We, right. we we got a lot going on. How long have you been open? Uh, just a little over three years. Celebrated okay. three years in uh, July. So I must have met you even in your first year. I think. I, I, I think we. It was a couple. Yeah, years. I think. I think we were only open a couple of months when when, when you stopped in. Yeah. Uh, for uh, for that time, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's it's been a pretty crazy ride so far. No, I was just reading the other day. It, there was a time that that Denver itself, obviously Colorado is is such a beer state, but Denver mm-hmm. itself wasn't. It was it's kind of like Los Angeles, right? It was you oh. know California's a uh, beer state, and right. for so long they didn't even have any breweries. And my right. understanding was that Denver was was about the same. And mm-hmm. now you have almost twenty or something, I think. Oh gosh, I, I forget what the what the number was. Uh, Jonathan Shikes, who's a beer writer for Westward Magazine, did. Uh, did a full list the other day. I forget what. It, Maybe that's uh, what I was I for, reading. I forget what it came to, but I mean, it's it's staggering the the number amount. I, I think that if you had a goal to go visit a new brewery uh, every single week, yeah, uh, you wouldn't be able to catch up. I see. Uh, okay. So we're, we're we're getting so many of them uh, now, and then if you just include the metro area, then it makes it even more unattainable. Okay. So I, I think you almost have to be doing like two or three a week now just to be able to just to, to, just, hit to them all. just to catch up. That's amazing. You know, not not to lose ground. How do you? feel about that is that a good thing for for business or is it competition i think i think right i mean we pride ourselves on being the state of craft beer okay and uh you know having a lot of option and having uh, this great beer tourism uh, having people there and i mean do, are, yeah. are, are there too many wineries in napa um right good, you know, good point and yeah so i so for us right now i think as long as the concern is on quality um, and kind of more following the taproom model yeah. right now. Um, I think that you're going to do fine. It doesn't create, you know, a ton of, uh, you know, competition. You know, we, we kind of pride ourselves on being a neighborhood brewery uh, where, you know, we want to be there for, you know, the entire neighborhood, kind of have a little bit of something for everybody. Sure. Uh, so if you go there with, uh, you know, a couple of coworkers or mm-hmm. a couple of family members, um, you know, it's like, oh, well, I only drink stout, so I like IPAs, and oh, I'm just new to craft beer. I'm looking for something light. Uh, you know, there's something there for, th- for them. I think following that model right now is really, really smart. That's the way to go. Um, the, di- the distribution market seems to be kind of... What know. difficult? Uh, what do you that, think? I think that'd be a, uh, a political PC way to to put, to okay. put that right now. You're you hate distribution right now. I'm not saying I personally hate distribution. I'm gonna. I, I think what our uh, philosophy is is that we're gonna ride this this wave out right now. The local beer wave. Well, just the even national. That it seems that for distribution seems to be going very hard for a lot of people. Uh, that they're in, not in what ways. Um, I've heard from a lot of you know bigger breweries as well as midsize that they're not hitting the projections that they used to. Oh, um, you know that they've invested into more production and you know aren't using you know even a percentage of what the new production facilities are. Wow, which is the opposite of what would have been happening even yeah. five years ago. Exactly, right? and, okay. it's, and it's because there's so much, so many more options on the shelf now. Right. That hmm. you know that we have more of these neighborhood breweries. We have uh, tap rooms such as this. Yeah. Uh, we have you know lots of breweries going immediately into the distribution model before kind of uh, honing their skills maybe on a small step before deciding to take the leap uh, that it's not like how it was five years ago where you know there was only so many options you could have on the show sure. um, so so we're so we're going to kind of sit this wave out a little bit it's not something that we're against 
Uh, but just wait and see how it pans out. Yeah, right now we're going to invest mostly into the building that we have. Okay. Hmm. Um, so we have a great building. Like I said, it overlooks a lake, overlooks the uh, Denver skyline. We're going to put up a rooftop deck. Nice. Um, that's going to about double our capacity. Yeah. Uh, so we've recently taken over the space next to us that used to be a bike shop, uh, and that's going to be our what we call production area, but really just is going to be more fermenters. Okay. Uh, hopefully more uh, more oak barrels uh, to play around with back there. And, Got and, it. And right now is is the largest office for me that you have you have ever seen. Is that right? <laughs> Compared yeah. to this room, is it as big as this room? I'd say, I'd say three quarters. Okay, three it's three a quarters. big office. Yeah. 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 And I got the view of our oak barrels. I got a picture of Spuds McKenzie on the wall. It's, you it's do. It's a fantastic okay. space. Okay. <laughs> I remember the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my Spuds McKenzie poster? I'm sure I had one. So what, what size uh, system are you guys on right now? Uh, we're a 10-barrel brew house, okay. uh, and we're probably going to brew about 1,100 barrels this year. Wow. So you're brewing a couple times a week then? Yep. We're brewing two, three times a week. Nice. Do you brew? Uh, yeah. I'm the head brewer. I also have uh, one, of our, one of our brewers here, Kyle, yeah. sitting here. We're going to talk to okay. Kyle in a yeah. bit, too. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we have, a, we have a second Kyle as well. Two Kyles. Yeah, two uh, Kyles. Kyle squared. Yes. Okay. Yeah, which, which is, it, it can, a lot of people think it's confusing, but I think it's a lot of fun. Well, which one's Annoying Kyle? Because you can just change his name to Annoying Kyle. <laughs> yeah. it, it depends on the day. Yeah. I see. Yeah. It, it's, normal, yeah. it's normally a competition to determine who's regular Kyle and who's other Kyle. Other Kyle. Uh, I see. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, and so, 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 <laughs> so to, is this other Kyle today? Yeah. Or, which, yeah. What, is, what is Kyle today? Well, he's here, so he's, he's got to okay. be oh. regular Kyle. Yeah. So far, he's pleasant, Kyle. He's yeah, been very yeah, nice all the time. I have a, he feels the same way I do, I can tell. I saw him yawning. I think he had a rough week, too. Yeah. But he's much more pleasant than me. He is so. covering it up better. Yeah. 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 So he's younger, though. He and, is. And, and, and he's, he's probably a, by a lot. Yeah. He's, and God he's a CU sake. grad. So. Oh, he is? Yeah, so I, you're going to have to maybe you know clean some things up about your Boulder comments. Uh-oh. So, yeah. Kyle, so what you're saying is Kyle's a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. Other Kyle is a other, douchebag. Yeah, exactly. No, other Kyle is also a fine <laughs> young man. <laughs> so you you make a good point about the, the distribution and 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 the local aspect. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm just going to be honest and admit here, you know, something I didn't think about opening in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So one thing we thought we'd do, our model is that we have so many great relationships with with breweries like yourself mm-hmm. that that we can we can get a lot of good beer just mm-hmm. because we know you know the brewing network's been around so long, and I assumed well we'll just bring in tons of, of great beer from outside of, of Colorado into the hop grenade, but of course you have to have a, a distribution agreement here. Sure. And what I found actually is that so many of our friends, if if they don't brew in Colorado, it's not at the top of their list as a market because it's so saturated with great beer. Sure. Right. So it's only the very, you know, the larger breweries, your Firestone Walkers, uh, you know, of the world, uh, not that they're huge, but you, you get the idea, that are really looking to expand everywhere. Um, so all these small breweries, I thought, oh, they must distribute in Colorado. Everybody loves Colorado. And they really don't because there's so much good beer here already. And frankly, I screwed that up. I didn't think about it. Oh, but you still have all these awesome Colorado breweries to choose from. So that's also not a a bad thing. It's not. Also, Uh, we have... We still have gotten some great California beer. And, and yeah. I'm, I'm it just wasn't some, quite what I thought it was going to be. You know? Sipping sure. on some Rare Barrel. Uh, right oh, you got there. Rare Barrel right now? Yeah. yeah. So we've got Rare Barrel on tap right now. Uh, Society uh, from San Diego, our good friend Dougie, mm-hmm. of course. Beachwood's um, on tap. Beachwood. So we've been able to do our thing. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just, I guess I was just, I didn't think that so many breweries wouldn't distribute to Colorado. Yeah. 
Um, I'd be happy to send some of my beer here. Yeah. If you wanted. Okay. I mean, if you have an empty tap. Well, maybe. with that, it's time for a break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I, I guess. Actually, Beardy's beer is pretty good. We don't tell him that, but it's pretty good. But well, we, we can't let your beard get too big. Yeah. No, yeah. That's where all of my confidence goes. It's in the beard. It just comes out my chin. <laughs> yeah. It try, it's trying to get away. Well, why don't we do this? We should be tasting some Joyride beer. So I think we're going to take a little break. We'll get some Joyride in our glass, oh. and we'll come back and, and, and talk a little bit more um, with, with Joyride. And we got a lot to do tonight, too. So hang in there with us. You can watch this live on our live stream. You can come down to the Hop Grenade and join us. Um, you'd get to meet Beardy and Bevo's here, of course. Yeah. So hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back with Joyride Brewing Company. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Are you a member of the American Homebrewers Association? Well, you should be. Members of the AHA can focus on brewing beer, and the AHA takes care of the rest. The American Homebrewers Association advocates on behalf of homebrewers like you to legalize the hobby in all 50 states and make sure that beer laws make sense. Plus, there are many great benefits that come with your AHA membership, like pub discounts that give you awesome deals at bars, restaurants, breweries, and more. Zymergy Magazine and eZymergy. For tons of articles, how-tos, easy-to-follow recipes, and news about the hobby you love. And access to the members-only content on homebrewersassociation.org. But the AHA can't do it without your support. Join today so the American Homebrewers Association can keep fighting for your homebrewing rights. Visit homebrewersassociation.org or join right now from the homepage of the Brewing Network website. Relax. Don't worry. It's the American Homebrewers Association. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerone's no beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerone's are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerone's are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like... Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. 
Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, their amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer. Whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the thebrewingnetwork.com. Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand, Santa Clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you have a cleaning problem, you need the Five Star Solution. Visit fivestarchemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800-782-7019 and get the Five Star Treatment today. Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new BrewEasy. If you work in retail sales, the restaurant industry, or are a new craft beer enthusiast, or you know someone who is, you have got to check out Beer 101. Beer 101 is an online course created for anyone wanting a quick introduction to the vast world of craft beer. Beer 101 covers the history of beer, brewing ingredients and processes, vital stats like ABV, SRM, IBU and gravity, styles, tasting, glassware, and pairing beer with food. The Beer 101 course is offered by the Brewers Association at craftbeer.com, also home to the truly awesome Beer Style Finder, a visual guide to every beer style. Quickly play with color, bitterness, and alcohol content to interactively explore the entire world of beer styles with a gorgeously designed interface to your favorite beverage. The new Beer 101 course and new Beer Style Finder are only available at craftbeer.com. Craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer.
session. Because life's too short to listen to crappy radio. All right, welcome back to the program. We are live from the Hop Grenade in Fort Collins. I'm starting to feel better. Yeah, you've had a couple beers. That might be it, but I was thinking it's something else. I just took a walk outside. Oh. And the Foothills Mall, which is where we're located in the courtyard here, yes. is totally dead. There is not a soul out there. Huh. But the Hop Grenade is full of great people who came in to hang out with us. So I want to thank yes. them very much for coming out. It's, it's cool yes. to see that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got to yeah. teach Fort Collins that Foothills is cool again yeah. or something. It's okay to come out and drink beer. I feel like we're doing our part. Right. But, uh, we're leading by example. We are leading by example. We bring fun people in. We have good beer. Mm-hmm. And it's a Monday night, and who cares? We're having some drinks. Yeah. So there's a fire. There's a f- we have a fire. Yeah. So um, that's what's making me feel better. Life. Yeah. <laughs> that and these two Saisons that are in front of me now, which are from Joyride. We're still with Dave Bergen here. Um, and I've got two different Saisons from, from Joyride. Um, I tasted them at the break. Uh, both very different from each other. Um, so tell us what they are. What's the one on the left here? What's this called? Uh, so this is called uh, Yellow Sky Saison. Okay. Uh, it was uh, brewed with uh, pineapple and coconut water. Interesting. Um, and was actually the winning beer we chose from a homebrew competition, I think, back in May okay. um, through our local homebrew uh, club, the Edgewater Fermentation Society. What's up, guys? Hope you're listening. Um, and so the winner, his name was uh, Tony, uh, and uh, we, we just thought it was a fabulous beer, and uh, one of the things that we're doing with this is Tony's uh, native of Puerto Rico, okay. and we know what's going on uh, there right now, and so we're donating uh, portions of our proceeds of the sale of this one uh, to uh, hurricane relief over nice. there. Um, so I know he, he said he had some members of his family still hasn't been in contact with. So, wow. Um, you know, so if you don't know what's going on over there, um, check out Red Cross, check out um, Stand with Puerto Rico, uh, check yeah. out a lot of good uh, organizations out there. Well, thank uh, you for doing that. As yeah. an American, I appreciate you helping out uh, Puerto Rico, right? It's yeah. like, seems like it's easy to say, like, it's this forgotten territory right now. So it's right. nice of you to do that. Yeah, and uh, so with this one, we have the uh, French Saison uh, yeast. Uh, okay. So it has a little bit more of the peppery tones to kind of balance it out. Uh, we knew that we were going to have those tropical uh, fruits, and um, he wanted to add a little bit of coconut water to help kind of balance out the acidity. How much uh, is a little bit? Yeah. Um, I think we added about six or seven gallons okay. into 10 barrels. To a 10 barrel, okay. Um, and so Where did you add that in, pro- in the process? Um, about day three or four. Oh, it wasn't in the boil. It was It was after. Okay. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I like to add all my fruit about just right after high croissant. Okay. Um, preferably in the 1020s uh, if, if mm-hmm. I can. Because you feel it'll just kind of come out of solution, like uh, aroma and everything won't, won't be there if you it, don't. Exactly. I feel mm-hmm. if you put it in a little too early, you lose a little too much. If you add it too late, it sticks around too much. Got it. Um, growing up in the Midwest, I've had way too overfruited fruit beers. Yeah. Um, and, you know, didn't want to make those. Um, and so I also kind of view it a little bit as like the Belgian method of adding sugar, you know, right after high croise and just kind of wake the yeast up, help the dry the beer out a little bit. And there is sugar mm-hmm. in the coconut water, I assume? Yeah, I think there yeah. was a little bit of sugar okay. uh, in there and obviously in the little bit in the pineapple. Yeah. Um, and so this one, I think, finished at half a Play-Doh. Does that sound right, Kyle? Yeah. yeah. It's nice and low. Mm-hmm. It is dry. Yep. Uh, you know, the 
either my palate is, is terrible or I, I, I really like it when somebody points out what's in it and then I go, oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. In other words, the coconut is not overwhelming. I probably wouldn't no. have called it out myself. Um, it's certainly not the pineapple either. I would have just thought it was yeast derivative, the right. things I was tasting. So th- that you mentioned those, I go, oh, yeah, I, I get the both the yeah. pineapple and the coconut. Yeah, I mean, for the majority of our fruit beers and, and especially with any type of spice, kind of our philosophy at Joyride is to have it be an accent to the beer that we're already making. Okay. I mean, you're, you know, we're spending a lot of money on a, you know, fresh pitch of, you know, Belgian yeast, you know, and then, you know, you want to cover it all up, you know, with, you know, a bunch of other, you know, other flavors in there. Um, you sure. know, I, I think there's enough going on in, in these type of beers to where you can uh, just kind of use that as, as a little hint and yeah. know, just a little support system. Uh, what, uh what did the coconut water come in? I, I'm just picturing all these little tiny packages of coconut <laughs> so, water. So I, I had to go to the local uh, Asian market uh, and get like a like these like a small case of like cans of it. You're kidding! And so, so I'm right. I, I thought I was being an idiot saying that there's a small, <laughs> but that's what it was. Yeah, it was like 12 ounce cans, and so like uh, so Tony came over the day that we were adding the coconut water to it, and Kyle, and and so we just stood around. So we, we normally add everything through our yeast brink, okay. Uh, so that way we'll just pressurize it and then just shoot it in there. I see. And so we're all standing over the yeast brink with you know two cases of coconut water, just just sh- cracking them and pouring them in, cracking and pouring, cracking and pouring. Coconut seems to be a trendy ingredient at GABF this year. I noticed so many coconut really beers yeah coconut ip and, and not just coconut well stouts beer, I, think. I mean i've seen it in stouts for years sure like Mali and, and a bunch of ones but counut saison coconut ipa yeah it's coconut is i think it's a really complimentary flavor for beer in my opinion i'm actually not the yeah. biggest coconut fan in, yeah like on its own or, or coconut water uh-huh. but in beer it's I, I think it's a really nice flavor yeah yeah, it goes really well with the pineapple, the acidity in the pineapple, and the pepperiness of the saison. Yeah. yeah. It's really nice. You can make some cocktails out of this beer, even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we, we a couple of batches ago, we try, actually tried to make a pina colada strawberry daiquiri beer. Nice. Um, uh, Miami Vice. Um, and, you know, <laughs> that's kind of my go-to. You know, you're at a you know Mexican swim-up bar. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> my drink of choice. So I've always wanted to make a beer and make a Berliner Weiss out of it. Okay. And so there's actually a company that infuses... Uh, Belgian candy syrup with different ingredients. Okay. Um, and so we used the coconut one for that. Nice. And so that was kind of the first time that we had kind of dabbled with coconut. But uh, with this one, we decided to go with uh, coconut water to try to be as true to Tony's recipe as possible. Got it. Well, you did well. Uh, before we let you go, because we want to get uh, Kyle over here to talk about the next beer with us. Yeah. But I did have a question come through our chat room. You can join the chat. Uh, I think everybody's in the live stream chat tonight If you want to, where, where we do our video. So you can join there and Bevo will insult you or ignore you or take your question. It depends on what mood she's in. She seems yeah. to be in a good mood tonight. It depends on which glass of wine she's on. Right. I don't know why she's in a good mood. Maybe because we left her alone most of oh, the night. Oh, yeah. She does seem happier across the room from us. Like a better, better person. Plus, she's, she's <laughs> yeah. drinking wine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, question came through from Griff. Um, what are your feelings regarding collaborating with other breweries? So I think that's uh, one of the best things about our industry, and for uh, I don't know if, if it's just my personal experience, but it feels like Colorado is very big about wanting to collab with each other, um, and you know we even have an entire festival for it uh, in March of every single year called Collab Fest, nice, uh, which is an awesome time. Um, but uh, we we recently had our three year anniversary and decided instead of to have uh, an actual anniversary beer to do three collaborations okay. uh, with uh, three different breweries and our, uh, three of our best friends wow. uh, in the area. 
Um, and then we have a huge block party in front of the brewery. Uh, we shut the street down. We've had like seven bands there this year. Seven, seven like, bands. Is that, is that right, Grant? That seven sounds bands. like overkill. That's a, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's an all day party. Yeah. It was, it yeah. was an all, it was all day party. Nice. Uh, and uh, and then what we had is if if everybody everybody who tried all three beers got a chance to vote, uh, and then so the the winning. Uh, the winning collaboration got, uh, we spent a uh, whopping $15 for a WWE uh, 7-year-old championship belt nice. uh, from Amazon. <laughs> and that's and, the uh, winner. And, and we decorated it and gave it to the winner. It's hanging proudly in their brewery. Uh, that is Elk this. Mountain Downhill Brewing. Uh, and then the uh, the loser had to go in our dunk tank for a half hour. Really? <laughs> uh, and uh, and uh, so and then second place gets no accolades nor or any penalties. Any, so. Okay. Yeah. Or invited back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they get to go home. Sad. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think uh, we might try to do four next year. I think it's going to become really really challenging when we reach you know yeah. anniversary seventeen, eighteen, sure. something like that. But uh, you're ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we're still around uh, by then. And I heard you did a collaboration with our friends at. Uh, heretic too yeah i think that was about two years ago okay uh, so uh chris kennedy and and his wife came out and brewed a batch on on a i think on a friday and we went up to the mountains and did some skiing together and really ate some pizza and uh, ended up naming the beer after one of the ski runs that we did at, at keystone okay um so it was a, a schwarz beer Nice. Oh, nice. Um, and so, skiing um, it, it, with a collaboration and Chris Kennedy seems like a really good idea because yeah. he doesn't talk. Right. So it, yeah, it's best like to just be around him, yeah, not actually having to interact with sure, him. Sure. Like you yeah. can kind of tell that he's happy to be there. Yeah. Ish. Um, <laughs> but he won't say a word to you. So skiing seems like the perfect yeah. activity. It was a lovely time. That's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We love you, Kennedy. Yeah. Uh, he's back in Colorado yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, I saw him on uh, Thursday okay. at uh, GABF. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he came over to the booth and, and said hello. So it's good to see him. And he uh, made it to the anniversary party. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's with uh, Sleeping Giant, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah I wasn't sure which brewery. Yeah, but. yeah we uh, hung out. He, he came to a couple of sessions. And, uh, he you actually, guys still like each other after working together, Beardy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he had to move halfway across the country, but now, sure. we're, now we can talk again. Now it's fine. Yeah, yeah, now it's fine. He's had enough distance. Yeah, yeah. he almost got us beat up at a pool hall. He did? Uh, yeah, at about 1 in the morning. What did he do? Not talk to somebody? He stole someone else's table. Oh, God. <laughs> not knowing. Apparently, it was his first time out at a pool hall. Ever? Yeah. <laughs> I see. And so, yeah, they weren't happy about it, turns out. Okay. Well, I'm so. glad you guys made it out alive. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know about Chris. <laughs> you just left. I left. All right. Well, we've got another beer to taste, and, and we've got more Joyride folks to, to talk to. And I want to talk about this one real quick. Yeah? Okay. Um, and so this one. What's uh, it called? Uh, this is called Breast and Show. Nice. Um, and so my mom is a breast cancer survivor. Uh, hopefully she's listening tonight as well. What's up, Mom? Uh, and mom. so we. Uh, this is the third year we've brewed this in a row. And so we're donating a dollar from every pint sold in our tap room oh, uh, to it. a local uh, breast cancer charity. So uh, that was real cool to bring you guys two of our uh, charitable. Um, donation beers here tonight to talk about and give them a little bit of an audience and absolutely everything. and what's the first one called so people can go find that too uh the first one is yellow sky say so okay. yellow sky and that's a donation for uh hurricane relief in puerto rico yep and breast and show as uh, uh to uh, breast cancer research yep, absolutely okay i love it well thank you for doing that and contributing let's get uh, kyle over here and he can talk about the breast and show beer with us um and while we're doing the transition, um, I, I realized, Beardy, at the break, yes. I, I took a walk. I was thinking to myself, sure. I have managed to insult uh, 
everybody. Half of Colorado. Yes. Since the show started. Right. Um, Pittsburgh, inadvertently. Right. I didn't yeah. even mean to do that. I mean, we all were thinking it. And I, and I, of course, labeled Kyle as a douchebag. Right, yeah. Uh, all in, in a, one hour of yeah. programming. Right. So I'm on a roll. I'm on fire tonight. Well, you're doing great fitting into Fort Collins. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm good. You know, if I can't fit in, which I don't think I can, yeah. I go the opposite way, and I just decide yeah. to be the square peg. Right. It, it took you this long to insult all of Fort Collins. That's true. I, we've You've been, been open here for, for a while. I have been here a while. We've been open for two months, yeah. and it has taken me this long to start. Yeah. So I don't think I insulted Fort. Well, no, I, I guess I did. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're mellowing in your old age. I am. I'm yeah. slowing down. All right. Well, Douchebag Kyle is on the... Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. It's other Kyle. It's a good way to come other, out of the shoot. Right? Kyle. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, Kyle is a, a brewer at uh, Joyride, right? Right. The brewer or what? What is your... Do you have a... I'm... Uh, yeah, it's kind of mostly Dave, Kyle, and there's another Kyle uh, who's not the douchebag. The other Kyle. Other Kyle, right. Yeah. Nice Kyle. So there's a couple of mm-hmm. Kyles back there. Okay. Um, actually, in my interview process, he... Quickly looked at the resume and was like, all right, there's a Kyle. Good. Good. We're You're in. Hired. Yeah. See, You're Kyle in. likes himself. We're a uh, yeah. couple of Kyles. Yeah. We're good to go. Do you okay. have a statue of yourself in your front yard? You should. I'm, <laughs> I'm not much of a statue maker, but I think I'm, I should start. I can get one made for you. I have a guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for a guy. That's, yeah. my, that's really my problem. How long have you been at Joyride? Uh, almost a year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did you I'm brew somewhere that. before? Uh, I brewed. I moved here from Brooklyn. So I, all right, let's, I was in Boulder. Okay. And Boulder first because you went to see you. Right. Okay. Where I got the, the douchebag status. Sure. But, did but. you, let me ask, did you own a North Face jacket yeah. while in Boulder? I sure did. Of course you did. Yeah. How many, the, how many North Face well, you jackets? Have to have you have to have different shades for exactly. different, you know. That makes sense. You have your Wednesday shade. And you would think with the weather changing so drastically that, that people's skins would harden, but it's actually the opposite. People get so soft. I believe it. And, and so tender. And delicate. And, and so I was like, I, I got I have to harden up, and I moved to Brooklyn for okay. eight, eight years. Wow, that is hardening. That's how wow. long it took to harden and, and crystallize. Did you take a beating when you got to Brooklyn in your North Face jacket? <laughs> of course, several. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. several. But right that's, off. That's why I had like nine North Faces. Okay, yeah, exactly. It took a while to get through all Nine of them. layers of North Face. <laughs> right. You had the puffy vest, <laughs> yeah. the exterior jacket. Now yeah. they're all tie-dyed with blood from, <laughs> his, to, from his time in Brooklyn. Right. right. Uh, what did you do in Brooklyn? Um, for most of the time there, I was a cameraman. Okay. And uh, in film and TV. What did you go to school for? Film. You film did. production. Yeah. So you go to Brooklyn. Uh, you're going to make it big in New York. Mm-hmm. That's the idea. And what happens and while well, you You make the natural progression from, from film to beer. Okay. Yeah. Ah, Everyone, yes. you know, yeah. that's just uh-huh. how it goes. <laughs> so I feel like sure. beer is such a, it's like the afterthought or the, the, the second plan, right? You're like, yeah. well, that didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll get into the beer industry. Yeah, yeah right. I like beer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you're there working in film, but at some point, what, you start working in the beer industry? Yeah. Um, so I was in a homebrew club for a long, the entire time I was there and, and homebrewing in my 400-square-foot apart- apartment. Okay. Um, in, in Williamsburg or something? Just north in Greenpoint. Yep. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Williamsburg was too expensive, obviously. Too hipstery, too expensive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, makes oh, sense. Is this, uh, is this New York talk? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, just follow along here. Okay. I know my places. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to the West Coast. Right? That's where New York is. <laughs> yeah. So you, what, you're what? you in a homebrew club then? In a homebrew club, uh, work in film. In film, you have you know days off here and there, and so I would, I would homebrew the entire time. Had, had a little uh, carboy accident, um, oh. which Uh-oh. put me out of film for a couple months. 
Oh. Did you slice? You cut your hand? Good slice. Yeah, good slice. You were carrying it and, and dropped it or what? I was carrying – it was one of those chilled the beer in a carboy. Yeah. Go to lift the carboy from the bottom, and I saw the bottom seam start to come apart. Oh. Uh-oh. And because I'm in my third-story apartment in Greenpoint, I'm like, well, I gosh, get it to the bathtub oh, so that shit. when it explodes, it's not – you're trying to save it. Right. Or save the apartment. Yeah. Save the apartment. Yeah. Uh, lift it up. Bottom seam comes out. The top part comes down. Slices through the hand. Uh-oh. Blood and beer go everywhere. And but how long were you out of work for that? About three months. Y- let me see. Whoa, do you have a scar? Yeah, not Where a good this? one. It's Okay. So it almost took through. your thumb off? Yeah. Basically? Cut, cut through the tendons, nerves, all that. Yeah. I feel like you nursed that a little bit. Three months, really? Three months. It was well, a little cut. Well, you know, I was lazy, too. <laughs> I see. Yeah. i got to be yeah. honest. Smoking a lot of weed. <laughs> I needed yeah. a break. His hand Come really on. hurt. Yeah. It was a, and I had a paper cut on the other hand. Okay. I, can't, yeah. I can't go back. So yeah. during that time, what do you do? So I was homebrewing that whole time. Okay. And then uh, down the street from me is a little brew pub. Um, became friends with them. Was like, do you, mind, do you mind if I come in a little bit? I'm good. My other good hands. Yeah. Good, yeah. You know. I can do something. And uh, so that sort of led to... Sort of internship, which okay. then led to a full-time job at, at a nearby uh, nice sour saison brewery. And then, did you move to Colorado to work at Joyride, or you moved separately and then ended up there? Moved separately, okay, and then ended up at Joyride. And how did you end up there? They were looking for Kyles. Okay, yeah, they, uh, they, right. they were low on their Kyle quota. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I see. Did you apply, or did you know them? Did you just come in and say, I, hey. I did apply. Yeah, you did. Okay. okay. Um, and you guys uh, hired him right away. Did you do a background check? Because I feel like he has a shady past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You did, he did three background checks, yeah. Dave. But I, got a, I have a lot of names. Okay, right. You know? yeah. <laughs> Kyle 1, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle yeah. 2, yeah. Uh, Nice Kyle, Other right. Kyle, did Douche you, Kyle. Right, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. You need to, it's day by day. <laughs> so North face by North face. What can you tell us about this uh, Saison in our glass? It's the um, Breston Breast Show. Breston Show. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, tell mm-hmm. us about the beer. So the Breston Show, um, the idea behind the Breston Show is we wanted to try to make a little bit of a spicier saison, um, something that popped a little bit more. Also, in keeping uh, with the, the pink theme of breast cancer awareness, um, so we added for the for the pink guava and uh, grapefruit. Nice. Um, and then pink peppercorn. Okay. Uh, to bring back a little spice, and then and then we added some rye into the malt bill. But it's not a pink oh, beer. Yeah, it's it didn't, not pink. Didn't come out pink. Just so no, listeners can no, no, no. can know. Um, it did, but you're just sort of going the theme. Uh, there are two completely different saisons, the, the two that we have, mm-hmm. which I really I like that. It, it's nice that you can make uh, – so it's not just yeast derivative. Uh, you're, you're adding other things to, to make flavor. Do they have the same yeast even? No, they have different yeast. Okay. Um, so Dave talked about we had the French saison yeast uh, in the yellow sky. In this one, we have a, a strain from um, – we use a, a yeast distributor in the island uh, okay. here in Denver. Um, and so they have a strain that's similar to a Phantom strain. Got it. Um, and so e- this one comes out, I, I think, a little bit drier and a little bit spicier than the other one. I think so, too. Definitely so spicier. They're both paper, so this dry. One, this one's drier on paper, the, uh, the yellow sky. The other, okay. okay. What's the difference? It, where do they finish at? Uh, half a Play-Doh for yellow sky and I think about one and a half for okay. uh, the, the breast. That's a go. big difference, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. One and a half Play-Doh? Oh, yeah. Okay. I think the the uh, yeah. I would have guessed that the first one we had was drier. Really? Yeah. Um, the I don't know if it's the lack because to me also the pepperiness 
is almost a bit more in the uh, uh, first one. Okay. And where the second one, it's still peppery because of the pink peppercorns, but the guava and the uh, grapefruit kind of add a implied sweetness slash more residual sugar. Got it. That uh, it's very nice, but it's very different. I prefer drier saisons, so I like the first one a little bit more. Do you pick up the peppercorn in in the beer? Oh yeah. Well, I I was kind of thinking that, and it's hard to know. You might know that most of the pepper flavor in in this this one is from the peppercorns. Or do you think there's as a lot of yeast, yeast? As opposed okay. to the yeast character. No, I think you're right. It, a lot of it does come through. We put the peppercorn in the boil. Um, Are they whole peppercorns? They're they whole peppercorns that don't crack. crack. You do, do crack. Yeah, okay. we do crack them. Yeah. Um, and there is a little bit of yeast pepper. Yeah. Dry pepper. It, but, okay. but you're right. A lot of it comes from the peppercorn. Mm-hmm. With the cracked peppercorn, do you, is it similar to the coconut where you're just – are you standing there with a cracker and, and – or uh, did you buy it this way or what? <laughs> we use a coffee grinder. We you do? a little okay. coffee grinder to break oh. it down a little bit. Coffee grinders are tiny. You guys like to work hard over mm-hmm. there. I feel like you're doing this wrong. Um, did you? It was great to hear from the Chuckanut guys, uh, you know, talking about the, the automatic everything. We have the most advanced system. <laughs> great yeah. as in I'm <laughs> moving to Washington. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm just wondering if they're looking for Kyle's. Yeah, uh, yeah they might yeah. need a Kyle. <laughs> yeah. No, everything we do is very manual. We have... Right. Uh, we have a steam jacket on our boil kettle, but beyond that, we our mash temperatures are based on time after time after time, putting hot water from the boil kettle into our unjacketed mash tun. I see. With grain falling in simultaneously in a hand mm-hmm. stir. You're home brewing on a big scale. On a big scale. Yeah. And, and af- time after time after time and keeping... And you, you, know, nail, you guys coach. nail it because you know exactly what's happening. You, you've figured out what volume of, of grain is going in and what temperature you need to get it exactly where you want it. Yeah. Yeah, we get within, uh, maybe not to the degree that they get, but we are always within a you know, always one right degree. And yeah. if you're not, you clearly don't tell Dave. Right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Right. It yeah, was other Kyle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do it. That yeah. was other Kyle. Yeah. Kyle did it. Mm. <laughs> uh, what temperature do you mash uh, the breast and show? Do you know? We, yeah, we come in 148, 149 for, okay. for, both of our, for all of our saisons because we do like them to finish pretty dry. Mm-hmm. So lower temperature like that. Lower temperature, yeah, to try to attenuate fully. Okay. Sure. Excellent. And uh, I like that you're using two different yeasts. It seems uh, I'm so lazy I wouldn't do that, but you guys do it for a reason. You want them to taste very different. Yeah, especially if they're both on tap at the same time. We try to keep them different. It does add a little bit to the cost. Obviously, we could repitch a yeast, Um, and we do have uh, a lab, and we do cell counts, and we do repitch. Okay. Um, But we did want to seemingly similar looking beers and, and similar on the board to taste very different. Sure. And Did what about the temperature of fermentation on the two? We start a little bit lower for a saison. We usually start in 68, 69. Okay. Um, and then we let it ramp for a little while. We, Whatever we it does. To, we try to pull back on the ester formation a little bit okay. um, from, the, from the beginning. And I then prefer that. I'm glad you do that. Yeah. And then we let it go up. It never gets above 74. Okay. Um, and do you cap it, way. though, or, or that's, it just never does on its own? It just never really will. We, don't, okay. our, we keep our brew house around 68, 69. So. I see. Yeah. Did you treat both the same from a temperature perspective, that you started them both at about 68 and yeah. let them do whatever they were going to yeah, do? Yeah, about the okay. same uh, fermentation uh, okay. scenarios all the way through. How so many beers do you guys brew? How many different styles of beer do you brew in general? Oh, these guys know better than I do. We, we, I think we're up to about 200 or so recipes. Whoa. 200. 
Okay, so yeah, about a, we did about 106 different beers last year. Wow. We keep, about, we keep about five or six you do. Always. Okay, so yeah. you have some sta- – what are your standards? Our standard – our highest sellers are Kolsch. Okay. Um, we have a double IPA. Oh, that's IPA. cool. Yeah. That's your highest seller? Yeah, our highest seller is I'm a surprised Kolsch. about that. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Do you uh, sell an IPA? Yeah. <laughs> we, have, we, go, we have a couple IPAs. Yeah, um, a double IPA, you said, is one of your standards? Double IPA is okay. our second highest seller, Joyride okay. Double IPA. Interesting. Um, and then we, we keep a milk, uh, milk stout on. That okay. one's a, okay. probably third or fourth. A good seller. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of rotate through seasonally. The other ones, all right. Yeah, depending on. That's some random styles that are your standards over there. That's cool. Right, like if you said IPA, obviously that's that's obvious. But yeah. no, it's a, it has to be a double IPA. Mm-hmm. I'm really surprised about the Kolsch. Yeah. You kind of go on either end with the, the Kolsch number one, double IPA number two. They sort of hit both spectrums there really quickly. Does the Kolsch sell well in the winter? Yeah. Same? Doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. That, I mean, it, obviously, we make it more in the summer because we our, our tap house is full to the okay. brim in the summer. Yeah. Um, in the winter, it kind of tapers off as, as the snow comes in. We'll have some some snowier days. It's funny, though, that some of our busiest days have been crazy snowy days because nobody goes to work. Yeah. And we have a big community following, so everybody comes into the, the tap room, and the bartenders oh. are like, oh, no. Yeah. I hope that happens to us. That's kind of ridiculous, though. If you can't go to work, but you can go to the brewery, I don't get it. <laughs> like, oh, can't leave the house. Sorry, yeah. boss. Right. Snowed in. Yeah, see. You're I'm not sh- going to the hop grenade later, are you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is why I shouldn't move to Colorado. Get myself in more trouble. <laughs> Although I have to call in sick to myself. So right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always snowing in Colorado, I hear. It's always, yeah. <laughs> Marty's true. like, where are you? It's snowing. <laughs> yeah. I'm in shorts, Justin. It's 70 degrees outside. <laughs> On my side of town, it's oh, snowing. Yeah. Colorado works like that, right? Like it can be snowing somewhere and warm somewhere else. Right. I've golfed and skied on the same day. Really? Yeah. Oh, see? Such a weird place. <laughs> I know. It's a weird, weird state. Place. So you've been living here for a couple of years now, just a couple of years. Yeah, I, I was born here before I moved to. Were you Brooklyn. born in Boulder? Did I insult you that bad or you just went to school there? I mean, I could probably in, insult. I was born in Greeley. Greeley? Yeah. Oh, uh, don't get me started is, on yeah. that. Yeah. So I don't know where you... That's... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't even want to mention uh, Greeley. Yeah, they this, didn't want actually, to mention Actually, this Greeley. whole thing makes sense now, now that I it's know you. It's all coming together? Yeah, and that I know that you're born in Greeley. Greeley, Littleton, Boulder. Got it. There's a great brewery in Greeley now, though. I had their beer just the other day. Is it Weldworks? Weldworks. Yep. Oh, I had their beer tonight, even. There it is. <laughs> yeah. uh, good brewery, though. Yeah. Greeley's fine. Colorado's fine, everybody. I like it. Oh. It's <laughs> full circle. Wow, you're sounding now, so nice, Justin. I know. I have to change. Now just, you're alive <laughs> and you like Colorado. Now I like Colorado. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we do this? We're going to take a, a quick break. We've probably got some more beer to try, but we're going uh, gonna to come back and we're going to talk to the future mayor of, um, what's the city? Ed- Edgewater. 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 Of Edgewater. The future. Yeah. Population seven. Right. Um, so Half of them are sitting here. <laughs> Yeah, and they're <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we'll see if he earns our vote. This is going to be this is going to be interesting. I think he's going to regret being oh, on this show every second of it. Yeah, exactly. All right, we're with Joyride Brewing Company live from the Hop Grenade in Fort Collins, and we'll be back in just a couple minutes. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network.
Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Check out their brand new patent-pending mash and boil 110-volt electric mashing and boiling unit. This compact all-stainless unit lets you mash, sparge, and boil just about anywhere that has a 110-volt plug. Double wall construction adds to efficiency and safety, and a precise thermostat keeps temperatures where you want them. Unlike insulated buckets and converted coolers, multiple temperature rest mashing is easy to do. All for under 300 bucks. They also feature the Mark II Work Pump, a magnetic drive high temperature pump that does the work of pumps that cost twice as much, as well as exclusive Brewer's Edge regulators and quality Keg King kegs and disconnects. Check them out today at williamsbrewing.com to brews their vast selection. With over 20 years of experience making world-class craft beer and more than 100 gold medals in international competitions, Moylan's Brewing Company is not just a pretty face in craft beer. Just ask Brendan Moylan. What do we got here? The beer of the hour. Moylan's, gotta love that big M. It's like a sign of awesomeness. It's got an extra kick to it. Let's pour this bad boy. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Moylan's. The end of the night when the kids are finally in bed, the wife's in bed, <laughs> nobody's bothering your ass anymore. That's Moylan's time. Moylan's is for you. Yeah! It's to help you out. Yeah. It helps me out. What? Well, because it's freaking awesome. Northern California brewed. It's brewed with love. With love? Oh, yeah. Tremendous. And it's always best where? Moylan's. you got to try it on tap at Moylan's in Novato. They're freaking awesome. Not only because I own the brewery, because I love the beer. Cheers. Boom. Kilt Lifter Scotch Ale takes big beers to a whole new level with rich malt balanced perfectly with delicate hops and now comes in four Pack tall boy cans so you can take the party on the go. Or come to the brewery, take a tour, and try any of Moylan's fresh creations right from the source. Check them out at Moylan's.com. BN Army, have you heard the latest at HopTech? Since HopTech has doubled in size after a huge expansion, Jade and Roberto can stock even more of the best quality homebrewing supplies and equipment. Over 60 kick-ass varieties of hops and malts, monster truckloads of quality brewer's yeast, including white labs, Y yeast, and multiple dry yeasts. They even have all grain systems from Grainfathers and Ruby Street Brew Systems, thanks to Jade, the brand new all-grain brewer. And don't forget about their 10% discount to all BN Army members. Jade and Roberto are waiting for you and all of your brewing questions over at HopTech.com. HopTech, totally not sucking since 1983. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanishev, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we were able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. 
find Heretic Beers near you, click on Find Some at hereticbrewing.com. All right, welcome back to the program. We're going to get Steel Panther to play here. Oh, yeah. That'd be good, right? That'll be the official grand opening. I don't think Fort Collins can handle that shit. Oh, but there's a nice lawn. There's have- a lawn. There's a, they, they put a stage out there. We do concerts here in the summer. But I don't, I don't, I'm not sure Fort Collins can handle it. <laughs> but I'm but willing to try. There's one way to find out. There is one way to find out, and I'm just the guy to do it. Right. <laughs> yeah, we were yeah. just talking at the break about, like, if people just come to the hop grenade to, to hate on me for hating them, that's yeah. all publicity is good publicity, right? Yeah. Oh, you know, you can't stop. You've got to have let it go all day long. They that's ha- right. They have to come here to hate on you. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I have a beer. we friends at the end. Right. <laughs> right, a few we've beers. Got, we've got the future mayor of... Edgewater uh, on the show with us right Close now. Enough. Grant. Enough. What's your last name, Grant? Bab. B-A-B-B. You can see the yard sign in front of my house. Grant Bab. <laughs> the one sign the one you, you paid I for. I live on a corner, so your I have Your kid two. made it for oh. you. Oh. Yes, yes. Did you buy a house on the corner so you get two, uh, two streets of advertising for one sign? Uh, not initially, just because I'm right next to the elementary school, and I wanted to make it lazy, so I just watched my kid walk to school. Uh, I, I didn't have to be that parent that got smart. out of bed. Uh-huh. I just opened the sheet. <laughs> Open the window. Yeah. Does the sign say, vote for my dad? <laughs> <laughs> is, that what, is that what it is? Yes, in yellow and yellow crayon. You know? Now you're you're not a career politician. You haven't been. Have you held public office before? No, not not by any means. It's just a local municipality. So it's being one of the soapbox businesses in town. Um, you know, because we're less than one square mile big, have five thousand residents. You pretty much just hear everybody bitching and playing to you. So okay. you figure at some point that you either get tired of listening to it or you do something to help it out. I see. So you are potentially going to be the mayor of a 5,000 people municipality. Yes, yes, okay. that's the goal. And keep your day job? Uh, yes, that's why we're going to probably potentially look for another Kyle to help take over some of my yeah. Yeah. If there's any, If there's any Kyles in the house, yeah, right. Joyride needs another, another yeah. Kyle. Yes, somebody uh, with the key that can unlock the door for me. What, does, is there a mayor's mansion, or is it like an outhouse on the <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> corner? I think outhouse is calling it a you know, creme of the creme. <laughs> I you see. Know, yeah. Uh, no, you know, it's it's small municipality. It's everybody taking care of everybody. You know, it's a small – there's city council. There's a city manager. So okay. it's everybody looking over. Um, we're just trying not to get bought out by Denver or the local municipalities around us. So I see. We're just holding our own. So, of course, I'm being sarcastic, but you're really doing this because you feel like you could help out. Like you said, yeah. instead of complaining, maybe I'll do something. Yeah. I mean, it, Edgewater's stuck nestled right next to, like uh, Dave was saying earlier, right there by Denver. Um, so as Denver's population is exploding, so is everybody else around us. And it's as we're taking the next steps into the future, uh, let's make the right decisions as we grow as well. Okay. Um, so we don't get ran over or um, the county doesn't try to do things that uh, is not in the best interest of our city. And, uh, and what do you think uh, – this is going to sound like a sarcastic question, but it's not. What do you think makes you uh, qualified to be that person? Uh, having 15-plus years in uh, business management, um, our city does not collect property tax. It's okay. one of the f- only five cities in the whole nation that doesn't collect property tax. Interesting. The state huh. does. Don't get me wrong. It's, okay. It's the state of craft beer, so they have to get paid some way somehow. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but they don't so tax they, beer enough? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why I'm marching on Washington, D.C. for that one. Uh, but we, 
so they they live off the sales tax of the local businesses. Okay. Um, and therefore, if you're going to run a, co- a business or run a government based off business sales tax, then I think you might want to have some business influence involved in there. I see. And the decisions that they're making in the ordinances and everything that decides the fate of the city. Okay. Um, also, living in the city, my children go to the city. My wife's a preschool teacher. So uh, one of the few lucky ones to live, play, and actually work inside their own city. So therefore kind of felt indebted and the civil servant attitude had to come about and you know help out grant just got my vote didn't that sound good <laughs> right you, you sound like you give a shit which is very different than what i'm used to i have to thank dave he served you four beers before we died. <laughs> That's enough. is that how your campaign is run in general you don't enough, you, know. you don't speak until the whole audience has had four beers uh, <laughs> that's how i'd run mine yeah smart yeah uh do you have a campaign manager I do. He is the uh, head of our homebrew club. Really? So, you know, there's a lot of unity. Yeah. A lot yeah. of unity in our city. Yeah. How many campaigns has he managed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, one plus zero. So we're gonna go with this is his first time around. Oh, okay. How's he doing? How do you feel? Uh, I assume he's doing a great job. Okay. So he's uh, he's what I call the social mayor of Edgewater. So okay. If I can't talk enough, he will talk for me. How many uh, people are you competing against for mayor? Ironically, last election cycle, there was one person that ran for mayor unopposed, so he voted for himself. Um, <laughs> and, and won. He won. Oh, and my kind of like, guy right yeah, now. <laughs> right. You know, based off those stats, I was like, this should be a shoe-in. And right. then there's four of us running for mayor this time around. Four of you. Okay. Yeah, so... How do you feel about your competitors? Are they uh, uh, they're worthy? great people? Okay. Oh, naturally, if any one of them wins, I'll be happy. Okay, um, it just we're all in different times of our life, different ideology, um, yeah. and ours wasn't represented, and so I got a lot of a lot of support. A lot of people pat me in the back and say, "Hey, throw your, you know, throw your hat in the ring there and see you know see what the city wants and wow. see what the people believe in." Do you mind if I ask how old you are? I am thirty-seven years old. Thirty-seven-year-old future mayor. Wow, sitting next to us right now. So. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. I'm 40. I've done nothing of value for anybody. Well, I followed you for the last 15 well, years so. of my life. So either I'm yeah. fucking up or you've done something in your life. Right. Uh, well, I wish I was your running mate. Uh, Do you need a running you, mate? Is that possible? Can I be vice mayor? I mean, if you want to be my drinking buddy, yes. I'm kind of a Colorado well, now. Well, yes, yes. Do you, you want to piss off wanna, enough people? <laughs> you and I can carry this part. Do you want to win the election? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You should probably make Bevo your uh, running mate <laughs> yes. if you want to. Yes. If you want yes, to, yeah. yes, yeah. you know, we'll Colorado. open a wine bar so we can represent the wine category. How long have you been with Joyride? Uh, Dave and I have started it since our inception. Okay. Um, I've been a, a chemical engineer, so I've been in the industry since 05. Okay. I was actually moved out here to develop a lot of the chemical programs a lot of the breweries use nowadays. Interesting. You uh, mean cleaning but, products? Is that what yeah, yeah okay. disinfectant, sanitizers. Um, right after kind of that initial 90s wave, then the, the next explosion was coming. Okay. Uh, the company I was working with, we picked up uh, Boston Beer in Cincinnati, um, you know, Sam Adams. Yeah. And I was working out of Dayton, Ohio, and it was like, you know, this is a budding industry. Um, we need somebody that wants to move. And they said either choose Denver or Seattle, chase New Belgium, or taste a suit. So, you know, okay. I eagerly waved my hand in the air and chose Denver. Away here we are, you okay. know. So I'm sitting back in Fort Collins at kind of where I cut my teeth. Okay. Um, you know, got to know all about Colorado. So I've been in the industry, and then. Uh, what do you do for the brewery? Uh, I do everything that Dave doesn't do. Okay. So that's pretty Dave much. Dave doesn't seem like he does much. Yeah. What, yeah. What, so that's. Yeah. What so when, isn't when that? When Kyle shows up, then I take over. So. This Kyle or other Kyle? <laughs> yeah. Depends on which yes. day it is. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Got it. 
You got to be careful. We have a saying, it's no HR Friday, so it gets pretty vulgar sometimes. I love no HR Fridays. Marty, can we have no (laughs) HR Friday at the Hot Grenade? Do you think that'll work here? Yep, see? Don't give me a thumbs up, Marty. You're supposed to be my voice of reason. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let me do the things I want to do here. Yeah, can't cross the line though. There's there is still sexual harassment every day, but no. That make, well, yeah, you don't have to be a jerk. Just but yeah. Wait, no is, HR Friday still sounds fun. There is sexual harassment happening every day? No, no, oh. no. You just can't let it happen. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> you just have to watch it happen. That's it's different. <laughs> I, I could have been Mayor of Edgewater. Thanks, Bertie. <laughs> oh, I told you, Grant. Didn't I tell you yeah, at the yeah. break that you will regret this? Yeah. yeah nobody in Edgewater is listening anyway. So. I'll, okay. I'll tell you what. I'll, I could wait to publish the show till after November if you want. Ah, let it go out <laughs> there. Just let it go. Yeah. True values, you know. I right. think they'll like you. You're like a real human. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this isn't robot chicken. This you, isn't, you know. <laughs> yeah. When's Comedy the next central? debate scheduled? Uh, next Monday, actually. So, first one. No, you don't have debates. Yes, we do. There's uh, 5,000 people. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Three of us, apparently. Yeah, three of you. <laughs> These guys. You guys and are going to have douchebags in Colorado you called out tonight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're going to have a debate. This is yeah. awesome. We have, uh, actually, ironic, there's a, a local news anchor, uh, Brandon Redman, who's interviewed Obama and stuff like that. He's going to help out. So Wow. It's next wow. week? Yeah, next Monday. Next I kind of want to go. Tuesday. Where are you having it? Um, it is in this great state of uh, Fort Collins. Please do not come to the debate for me. I, <laughs> I won't wear your shirt. Don't yes, worry. I'll but it'll be at the you local. You can pretend you don't know me. Yes. <laughs> your name's going to be painted on his chest. <laughs> be like NASCAR, just yeah. shaving in his <laughs> chest here. I love, gr- I heart Grant. I heart Grant. I Roger Grant. Yeah. It's yeah, logo, so. What uh, happens at the debates? Uh, who asks questions? Uh, the local news anchor, Brandon Ritterman, is going to get up. Um, okay. Hopefully put up some hard-pressing questions, you know, because I'd like to uh, hear other people's thoughts. I've been talking about myself for the last 37 years, so it'd be nice to listen to somebody <laughs> else for once. Do you prepare for these? Do you, uh, yeah. Do you look at the issues and... Yeah, you know, you got your platform. You got to talk about everything that's relevant to the city. Yeah. Um, and so you prepare for that, but everybody has a different point of view, so you listen sure. to what they're saying and... You know, I, this isn't going to be heated by any means. We're all friends here. You know? Are you going to oh. wear a suit? Uh, yes. You yes. will wear a suit. Yes. Um, it won't be no top hat or, um, you know, tails like Dave. <laughs> I would take a cue from yeah, Dave if I were I you. Know. That might make you yeah. stand out a little bit. I don't want to upstage him. He gets pretty jealous. So, mm. a- Well, you're the real deal, Grant. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it sounds like the real deal. I think uh, you, you have a good chance of winning this election. Uh, right. Of course, I'm an idiot, so uh, I don't right. know. Yeah, I, don't no, know what that means. I, I believe in you, so I don't think you're an idiot. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about the two beers. I'm told you don't know anything about them, so I'm going to ask you all about them. <laughs> that's right. that's yeah. the plan. Yeah. Okay. Usually we have this window in front of the brewery. We call it the monkey cage. Yeah. So if anybody asks any questions, I knock on it. And I <laughs> and then, <wait> <laughs> <laughs> One of the Kyles come out of the monkey cage to help me out. You have been paying attention to the show. That's what I do. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this. We've got a paler beer in our glass. I believe it's a, a pale ale. A hazy pale ale. Yeah. What, yes. What's it called? Um, this Dave um, is is a lover of all puns. Um, and one of our other good buddies was sitting there one day, and you just, you know, went after a few beers, you just start spewing words. And sure. this one came to belief, and it was it's called Aw Ale Yeah. Ale Yeah. Okay, so nice. You get to Aw Ale Yeah. Is that what it says on my menu, too? Yes. We, is this on tap? Yeah. Nice. All right. You can yeah. come down to the hot grenade and have it. Yeah. You've got to yell it appropriately, though, too. You, you do. You, you have to order it that way. Yeah. you be like, oh, ale, yeah. Yeah. You, know? That's then, it. you have to order it. And all of a sudden, with an ale pint of beer comes up in front of you. It's a gorgeous thing. So it's a cloudy kind of a New England pale ale style. We dived into it for a while. We wanted to understand this um, Vermont 
um, category that's coming down the pipeline. So we started playing around with it, and we did a whole series of round IPAs and whatnot. And uh, Dave, Dave um, here recently, he likes to um, create a lot of tangents. And so um, right now we're in a lot of versions of different beers. Okay. So this is our second version of this um, and decided to, I believe, downgrade it to a pale ale. Um, and make it more uh, of an affinity, something different than the industry's getting right now versus the really hardcore. And no, you know what? Weldworks is uh, making delicious. They are. The, the juicy bits. But it's not, um, yeah, I've got the two here. I can yeah. put them on camera. Uh, so, the, not quite as. as so it's going to be the pale ale version of an IPA, of a hazy IPA. So. It's so, a great pale ale. Yeah. I don't you mean, guys did a good job. I don't I like mean to make you uh, take a hard stance a week before your next debate, but where do you come down on the New England IPA versus. Here we go. Uh, clear you know, it. I eventually see it becoming a category, um, and therefore, I mean, it such has a love. It has such an affinity that it swept the nation that quickly. Yeah. Um, it has a staying power a lot more than say like Cascadian dark ales. Um, therefore, and yeah, where I, did those go? Where are the Cascadian <laughs> dark ales? Yeah. yeah. Notice how no one's missing them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's not breweries that have made their career off them. So, um, I, you know, and I love them. I think it's delicious. The hop profile that's coming out of them, the, the tropical notes, the fruity notes, um, utilizing oats um, mm-hmm. to it. And the education needs to come around a little bit more to make people not believe it's just suspended yeast. Or flour. Or flour. Yeah. yeah. So that that's, you know, makes you want to cut your throat every once in a while. Yeah. But um, getting to have a derivation in it, that it doesn't have to be milky yellow versus, you know, hazy is an acceptable sure. platform for it to be in. So. Um, and then I, I love the fact that Dave's running the kind of the version of it. You know, they're like, this is version two. We, we kind of added a little bit more um, West Coast style hops into it. The first one went more classic this style. Um, and I think it's, it's a very beautiful, especially as a pale ale. It's good not pale burning ale. the tongue off. It's smooth. It's, um, you know, more in the delicate in the palates. Um, so it, it, and then, of course, it's always fun to order. So. Sure. Now, if Beardy, had, if I had given you the beer uh, blindfolded, Sure. Which is basically like right. So uh, you now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like you would like it. I think the only thing you don't like about this beer is that it's cloudy. Mm. I think it's good pale ale. I think Uh-oh. it's a good pale ale, but it does the the haze does have a uh, kind of green vegetal flavor. You think it affects the flavor? That affects the flavor. But I do agree. I, I like the idea of. Taking the idea of New England IPA, scaling it down to a pale ale, yeah. instead of adding more hops to it. Mm-hmm. If you tone it back, then it. To me, th- you could have also told me that this was a wet hop beer. Okay. Because I get similar flavors. Yeah. With the level of intensity of the 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 green hoppiness. Sure. Sure. Now, Dave and, and Grant both, just be honest with me if you can. Do you think the beer would be better if you? filtered it or, or cleared it or do, do you think that that this adds a character that you were that you were looking for as a, in other words it's such a great pale and like beardy's saying maybe yeah. if it were just clean uh, clear it, it would taste even better however you're going to sell more of it right now because it's cloudy so yes. sure. i get the idea for sales but i'm asking genuinely what do you think about the exact same beer if you had maybe filtered it or or something I Go ahead, Grant. You can start. I, you know, I think that the haziness also creates a palate expectation, a mouthfeel expectation to it. Yeah. So if you were to clarify it or run it through a filter, you're, you're one, you're going to strip it naturally of a lot of its flavors. 
So therefore, you're going to change the composition. Okay. Um, so I w- yes, I think if you if you clarified it, it's not going to be as a good beer as it is now. Okay. And and this is on the lighter side of haze. Agreed. 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 Yeah. yeah. This is not milky at exactly. all. Exactly. Yeah. No. Right. And so it's like every homebrew I ever made. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Um, it was almost good, but it's not milky. And, and I've actually had two wet hop beers since being here at GABF that I actually liked, and so this. It, I would drink a pint of this, actually. And you you would put it in a wet hop category. I would have guessed it, it. Like, Had I not known what it was, I yeah. would have guessed wet hop beer. Dave, you want to chime in on this? So, kind of, where we, we don't filter anything. You so, don't filter any of your beers, okay. So, we're not doing anything different than we would normally do. So, it's not like we're adding flour in to intentionally try sure. to Sure. No additives to make it cloudy, yeah. okay. Fifteen percent oats. I'm translating for you. Sorry. And two different yeasts. Two different. Two different uh, English style ale yeast. Okay. A blend of two different ale yeasts. All right. He stays a lot of the beer. Okay. Okay. Nothing more to make it. Okay, so Dave's saying uh, that research showing that some of the hop oils will bind to these things, and if they were to drop out, then maybe right. it would be missing. So yeah. it's and and by the way, I think you are being honest with me. I don't think you're giving me a political answer. It's exactly the beer that you designed, yeah. and uh, and you you don't filter your beers anyway. So I'm going to interpret that as you don't think it would be a better beer if it were any clearer. You designed it to be just like this. And uh, that's fair. I don't think you're yeah. uh, bullshitting me or my listeners at all. Um, I agree with you, by the way. Uh, Beardy doesn't know what he's talking about most of the time. But I agree with you that in this sense uh, that, that some things uh, you know, might be stripped away or have fallen out. And I really enjoy this pale ale. I oh, think it's nice. Yeah. I'm not saying that I think if you filtered it, it would still taste the same. Sure. Yeah. I'm saying there's are flavor. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. putting words in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Dave, you get a gold star. Nice job. Buddy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I wouldn't vote for you. I'd vote for Grant. Yeah, he's going to be mayor. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't vote for Dave. Uh, coincidentally, Dave is running for the Brewers Guild board. So. Oh, you are? Yes. Yeah, he got jealous, oh. and he had to find something to do. So Wait, now, is, oh. is that the Edgewater Brewers Guild? Or, <laughs> that is the state uh, of Colorado. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Colorado Brewers the Guild. entire Colorado Brewers Guild. Yeah, I mean, he is the Brewers Guild of Edgewater. Okay. So, you know. <laughs> right. It's yes. just you. Uh, <laughs> he's actually running for the Joyride Brewers Guild. Right, yes. yeah. But there's too many Kyles, so he's probably... He's going to get outvoted. He's probably yeah. going to make it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when is that election? The Brewers Guild. Uh, the Colorado Brewers Guild. It's due about 16th yeah. of this month. 16th of this month. Yeah. Didn't uh-huh. the, didn't the, did the Colorado Brewers Guild split in two? Yeah. Do I have that right? Yeah. It yeah, used to be forward, one forward and then. Oh, you guys worked it out. Oh, yes. you're back together? Yeah, we're back together. We together back. again? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to talk about this for a second, whether you like it or not. I'm sorry. But it was a whole thing, like, because of, of buyouts and right. and then it's the same thing the Brewers Association goes through every now and then. Like, well, now who's craft and, and who's uh, – are we this? Are we that? And yep. there were – and you certainly should correct me if I'm getting this wrong. There were some issues about that. And so um, my understanding is that the, the Guild decided, well, l- let's separate because yeah. we're not really agreeing or, or able to work this out. Um, that was about a year ago or, or something. Yes. And but now you guys have since come back and decided we're a better guild together. Right. Our big come to Jesus moment about that GABF 
GABF last year, they had their come to Jesus moment where they realized we should we should stay together. Yeah. We should not break uh, up. Yeah. Okay. Collaboration well, over litigation. I'm glad about that. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever we decide craft is, that's still an ongoing conversation. It always it's always sure. going to be. But it's so difficult to find these 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 breweries, these people who have been on the the guild for so long and. Maybe they made a business decision, and now to say they're not part of it, it's so weird. It was, yeah. So uh, I'm glad of, you guys. You know, a lot of family involved, a lot of people involved, yeah. a lot of people I knew. You know, and you, you, yeah, I mean, you've been doing this for 20-plus years, and somebody makes you an offer you can't refuse. Sure. Yeah. You know, you I'd be proud of you. You, 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 right. didn't, you didn't do it out of ill will towards anybody else. No, you uh, did it because you want a fucking yacht. Yeah, you know, and it's a beautiful Mercedes <laughs> when you drove up to the Brewers Guild meeting. Or two. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, or two. You know. <laughs> but as a young budding brewer, I mean, it, it was very extreme to see something like that. Sure. Um, you know, to be in an industry that has been there your whole life and to see something play out like that where, you know, there's feuding from, it'd be like mom and dad feuding. Right. And watching a divorce go down. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then you have to choose which side you want to be on. It's like, well, I love you both. Right. Um, and then you choose, and then it's like eventually, well, you know, somebody got remarried, and like you joined that family, right? So we're the we're the we're the part the Brady bunch now, so yeah. it's it's good. Well, now that you're back together, and I didn't get to ask uh, Dave this question, so I'm going to ask you, Grant. The, yeah, the, he threw the, me the, under the bus. The so it's my turn that he's not on the other. So you know, tomorrow they come to the brewery. I don't know who they is, but they uh, and they offer you forty million dollars to uh, buy Joyride. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Um, well, it's been nice knowing you. I'm gonna <laughs> get part of that divorce. He's Thank gonna, you for um, being honest. Yeah, yeah, he's got a lot of yard sides to prove. Yes, yes. Let me rephrase it. <laughs> Forty my, my million dollars. Good yeah. night. I'm yeah. out of here. Yeah, it's been fun. I'm gonna get on my bicycle from the bike shop next door and do my last bicycle ride a block away before <laughs> I hire a driver to take me everywhere. Right now, I mean, let's be pointed about this. There's a different faction going on now. If you look at the Oscar Blues buying the Cigar City and the Perrin, you know, I, like I believe in that. That, that okay. is still, they're, they're, they're craft buying, helping the, craft. It's craft helping help going through a distribution channel. Okay. I mean, distribution is the war that's going on right now, and sure. that's why Budweiser's doing what it's doing. It's trying to shut down of course. channels. They couldn't beat us, so they're buying us. Yes. Right. Correct. So when you say $40 million, it depends on who that's coming from. Okay. You know, Does it, though? Mm, well, I mean, why would I do something to cut the throat of somebody I've been helping my whole life? Yeah. You know, but if there's a conglomerate coming together and say, hey, this brewery, A brewery, and B brewery, they have the same shared values. We want to put it together just so you both can survive. Right. You know, we're not there to change you. We're not there to, you know, manipulate you. Yeah. Um, but if, you know, if, if we sold out to the, you know, the, the problem that we are underneath and how, why would, did we do this to begin with? Sure. Yes. And, okay. You know, and I've That's a good those, answer. I've walked those halls and I've seen those people and I've seen who it's hurt and I've seen who it's helped and, you know. Yeah. So. Did I tell you already I'm voting for Grant? <laughs> <laughs> See what's happening here? Yep. Uh. I keep waiting for Marty to buy me out at the Brewing Network. I feel, I feel like Marty should own the... Marty, do you have 50 bucks in your pocket? Right. I'm going to sell out to you right now. He already paid the tax. For $50. <laughs> 51 Yeah. Just imagine, you could be sitting in this chair. You could be sitting right here, Marty. <laughs> yes. You know what we're going to do tonight? We're going to end the show with Marty. He's going to come oh, talk to perfect. us. perfect. Yeah, we got to do it. I feel like I the just, listeners... Will this be his first time? Yes. Oh. And I feel like the listeners want to know who I'm talking about. Exactly. They, they want to get yes. to know Marty. It's a gorgeous So, thing. all right. We're going we're gonna to do that now. Uh, Grant, 
Thank you, you so much for being on the Pleasure. program. I Thank wish you, you luck in yeah, November. Luck. I really it. do. I think uh, you're a qualified candidate, and you seem like a decent human being. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah careful where you throw that decent word. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you went from douchebag, call my brewer douchebag, to yeah. decent. So. To decent. <laughs> Leaps and bounds today. You have grown so much. Look, man, me. I am man. so bipolar. They had yeah. to invent a new you're, category you're for You're so me. Fort Collins right Dude, now. I am. Marty, don't let him go outside because he's going to change his mind if he comes back in. Yeah. All right, well, uh, let's get Marty on the microphone here. Uh, in the meantime, i got a little bit of promotion to do. Uh, do we want to talk Pro-Am first? Is Pro-Am have to do with this uh, homebrew competition that's happening locally too, or can I do that right now? Okay, let me do that now. Fort Collins, my favorite city in America. Full of people he likes. <laughs> Full of the nicest people on earth. Um, the Liquid Poets Slam, I think it's called. Um, it's a... I didn't get much information about this. Yeah, you come over here and help me. We have an open mic. Because you sent me, like, the most minimal amount of information possible. I do know that you can go to slam.liquidpoets.com and check it out, but it's a homebrew competition here in Fort Collins, um, and there's a, there's a pro-am portion of it, right? Let me just, there we uh, go. Yeah, that's correct. All right, what's your name? My name is Cy Bevinger. I'm the uh, competition coordinator. Okay, for the, what's it called? It's the Liquid Poetry Slam. The Liquid Poetry Slam. Yep. And it, how long you guys been doing it? It is our 10th and a half annual. Wow. It's actually the 11th annual, but we shifted the season it was in. So it I used see. to be in the spring, now it's in the fall. Uh, so you're calling it 10 and a half. And a half. You, yeah. you are so like beardy. Well, right you do like 11? That, Most you, humans would just say 11. No, we'll do 11th and a half. Uh, oh, it'll just now be halves. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you love him, don't you, right now? <laughs> this guy, you this are guy. such a stickler about this type of shit. Yeah. The rest of the human <laughs> world would have said 11. I know. Okay. But, and they I like it. And they would have been We do that to bother you, Josh. Clearly. Okay. So what's the pro-am portion of it? Okay, so all of the entries that medal in the first round are eligible for a pro-am. And since we live in Fort Collins, which is such a great beer town, yeah. all the breweries such as Y or Black Bottle or New Belgium or Odell come in and they pick a beer to brew on their commercial system. Okay, nice. And it's a collaboration with the home brewer and the brewery. So, Love it. Yeah. So we have... 20 or 22 breweries in town will probably get 15 or so pro-ams. Wow. Wow. I think it's the ratio of entries to pro-ams. It might be the best in the country. I haven't checked that. But That's really cool. It feels like it is. So, so what are the uh, entries open now? You can entries enter open now. now. Yep. You can go to slam.liquidpoets.com and uh, entries close on October 27th. Yes. But it's, it's open to anybody. Correct. Yep. Right. Okay. So you have to brewing be... network listeners all over the country can yes. enter. Ship us your entries. Okay. Uh, details are on the website. Okay. And That's cool. Yeah, love to have your entries. All right. Well, thank you, Cy. Good thank luck you. with the competition. Appreciate it. How many yeah. entries did you guys get last year? Uh, about 350. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you need another help, we're happy to, uh, we're happy to help. Beardy love will it. do something. Right. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, 11th and a half. I'm there. Yeah, he's there. He's ready. <laughs> yeah. You had him at 11 and a half. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Once again, go to slam.liquidpoets.com. Thanks, Cy. Thanks. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. We're going to wrap things up, but not before we get Marty on my couch over here. Yeah, you got to do it, buddy. I know. So Marty is my business partner here at the Hop Grenade. Marty Moskowitz, you might know him of Moscow fame. Um, yes. uh, former producer of the session, friend of ours, Scott, also my partner. This is his dad, um, Marty Moskowitz. I'm not sure I've had enough beer to drink for this. You have not ready? <laughs> you can I, help I, might, I may need more. You want to help me finish okay. mine over here? I wouldn't do it for you. I'm tainted. 
Uh, yeah, but I've had a few. The Saisons are good. Yeah. Did you have some beer here tonight, Marty? I've had a bit. How many did you have? Do I have to keep track? No, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, Marty, I, I wouldn't call him a lightweight. No. But he's a lightweight. Oh. So a couple beers in Marty, and he's he's. That means feeling... I haven't pickled my liver yet. Exactly. Right, yeah, you can still feel the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. Marty and Kim, yes. um, who are slightly older than me, by like a hair. Barely. Uh, only, the he- only chronologically. <laughs> yes, exactly. This is what I'm getting at. Yes, You're right. the healthiest people I know. They ride bikes everywhere. They run marathons or ride marathons. I don't know what it is you do. <laughs> yeah, uh, you don't know how marathons when work. They, when they go on vacation, they don't just drink. They exercise. They go on exercise vacations. That, that helps us drink more. It does. It keeps oh. you healthy. Yeah, it keeps you alive. Um, so, Marty, I don't know if you know this, but I have, I, I have told people uh, – Marty is my business soulmate. Yes. I mean that. I've heard that. I don't know if you know that. You're my bus- I've said it to you, right? Yes. Uh, because we just we get each other. We have, a, we have a good time together. We understand each other. And I've always said to people that Marty is my business soulmate. So I would like a round of applause yeah. for this. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And you're his Dorian Gray. And, and I'm a big pain in his ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so. Truthfully, I, I, I can't think of a better partner. Uh, thank you, Mark. Other than my wife. Of course. Oh, other than Kim. Kim. Yeah, other than yeah. Kim. Well, that goes so. without saying. Uh, neither right. of us would be anywhere without Kim, I think. It's basically. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. She, yes. she keeps us both in line, mm-hmm. and, uh, and we need that. Um, yes. Yeah. So, so uh, since starting the Hop Grenade uh, with, uh, with Kim and, and Scott and me, um, do you – are you surprised and do you regret I thought getting you involved? Me, do I really regret <laughs> in, in this mess? I am. I, do, yeah. you, do you in this? Are you surprised? It's a good thing at, I've had plenty of beer tonight. Actually, no. I guess what I'm really getting at is I, I'm sure because you, you're a smart man. You knew I was kind of a mess. Are you surprised at the amount of a mess that your partner is? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can say yes. Yeah. Use your word. Or do you view this as a charity? Do, 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 is there some truth to silence is telling? Or yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. In, in truth, it's been quite a ride. Okay. And uh, I don't know if anybody really knows, but this is sort of career number two for all of us. Yeah. And uh, I, I can't think of a more exciting place to spend my time. I started homebrewing uh, a few years ago, actually inspired by the Brewing Network. Oh, yeah. Right. On a Pico Brew, right? Uh, actually, I started with the... the uh, um, with extract and then went to Pico Brew. Okay. Um, got a kegerator. You did the whole a, thing. I converted the kegerator to a triple tap so I could put in three <laughs> of my own beers. Wow. Look at you go. Oh, yeah. All of that. So uh, I, I, I embrace this fully. Yeah. And uh, it's, been, it's been a crazy ride. It's been a blast. It has been yes. a, a crazy ride. So it, my understanding was that so, so Marty and Kim uh, had retired um, and clearly – didn't want to retire, thought he was retiring. Right, yeah. But you were looking for something to do, and you guys thought maybe a, a yogurt shop or a sandwich shop or so. I don't know. Oh, I, you know, I forgot uh, all about the yogurt. That's you, true. You were looking, yeah. That's true. Oh. <laughs> you were looking at different Actually, opportunities, yeah. and then they decided to listen to my stupid idea, mm. and and they, they said, oh, well, this beer thing sounds good. Maybe this beer thing will work. And and you decided to go the, the beer route with me. Exactly. Uh, and well, almost exactly. Almost, yeah, almost. Close enough. But – did you really want to retire? Because you are so far from retired. You work, you, both of you, you and Kim, work your ass off here. And, and I wonder if you regret that. I mean, you could have retired. 
that's true. I could have retired. <laughs> uh, truthfully, uh, we're, neither one of us was ready to retire, obviously. Okay. okay. And uh, we enjoy all the time we spend on this. Okay. And, Quite a bit of time. Yeah, on I'm going to remind you of that <laughs> yeah. uh, in a week or so. Yeah, it's, yes. we're recording this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm going to play that clip every, <laughs> every meeting. <laughs> yeah. I think retirement sounded better on paper than in reality. And you know what? So I always joke that uh, I make fun of people who say they can't retire because they say, oh, well, what will I do? What will I do? And I always say, anything. I'll do a hundred things. No, yeah. I'll drink beer. But you know what? I think I'm like you. I don't know what I would do. I, I You know, I need... I need something to stimulation keep me mm-hmm. from drinking for eight hours a day is what I'm getting at. Well, for, <laughs> keep you from drinking for 18 hours a day. <laughs> no, no. From eight to five. I oh, need okay. something to keep me from, uh, uh, I, I just, you weren't ready to retire. You need something to do. That's correct. What were you going to do? Sit at home. Kim doesn't want to talk to you anymore. You guys been together. How long you guys been together? She's laughing. What's third? Why is that funny? <laughs> because I know Kim. Thir- we, we've been married 36 years. 36 wow. years. That's a long yeah. time. Wow. Kim, do you still like Marty? <laughs> I know. Oh, okay. yeah. She said, who yeah. can that, not like That's the kiss of death. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't an answer, by the way. Yes. <laughs> that's the same as uh-huh. silence. Very observant. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are you guys still vacation together? You don't do separate vacations? Mm. And- nope. We're no. not there yet. You're not there yet. No. Uh, do you have grandchildren yet? You pushed a very serious Uh oh. You guys want grandchildren? We would like grandchildren. Yeah. We're not having a lot of cooperation from our kids. I see. <laughs> you want me to start uh, having conversations with them and see if I can move this along? Would it do any good? I doubt it. Okay. <laughs> Anybody takes my advice, you're in worse shape. I think. Uh, <laughs> no comment. Yeah. <laughs> How, what's the what's the secret? How, how how thirty six years? Come on, how do you how do you deal with that? I can relate a story that somebody once told me who was married for sixty years. Okay, oh. and we asked him what's the secret. Yeah, and truthfully, he looked at me and said, "Every night before I go to bed, I say I'm sorry." <laughs> Has no clue what it's for. Uh huh. He's right. Yeah. I, it's, I, it's worked great I, for I wish I was making that up. I'm not making this <laughs> but up. But it's true. Okay. It's, okay. And he was dead serious. When he, he was dead serious. Okay. Pan, dead, dead pan. Yeah. Did you take up this, uh, this habit? I'm a slow learner. You are a slow learner. <laughs> so Marty's a sweet man, but I, I also I think he's a bit of a stubborn man. So every now and then, yeah, you're a slow learner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a slow learner. Yeah. Problem, I, I did that. I tra- it worked for a, a couple of weeks. Then she started asking for what. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then then that ended up being worse it, because it, then she also figured out. Night. Wait, he's been apologizing for stuff for the last couple of weeks. Uh, he didn't know what it was for. Right? He figured he was doing the something wrong. He might as well apologize. Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, there's always something to apologize That's for. Correct. Let's be honest on both sides. Yes. Well, I love the two of you very, very much. Uh, you know that. You're like family to me. I'm excited to be here at the Hop Grenade in Fort Collins with you. And um, we've got a lot of work ahead of us here. Indeed. Yeah. It's going to be good. We're a good team. We are. I, I appreciate think. it. Yeah, so do I. So uh, my partner, Marty Moskowitz, uh, Kim Moskowitz over there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah. Kim's going to take me out back and tell me all the things I did wrong this week uh, that I've not taken care of myself. She's always trying to feed me water and vegetables. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Lead with I'm sorry. She's. I just start with I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. She just looks at me and I say, I'm so sorry, Kim. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen me? Yeah. She does. She tries her. She tries her best to keep me alive. So it's 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 imperative. It's, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're going to wrap things up. I want to thank all of you for coming out to the Hopper Day tonight. That's a big deal to me, and I appreciate it very much. So give yourselves a little round of applause. Uh, yeah. Did I miss something? Twitter game. Pro-Am guy. Oh, I got to talk to the Pro-Am guy. Do I have to, though? Can we just congratulate him real quick? Come over here. Yeah, I talked to you uh, briefly. Yeah, let's just give him that. Thanks, Marty. Uh, Marty Moskowitz, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's not that I didn't want to talk to you. It's just that I'm dying inside. Again? Um, again. <laughs> yeah, it's going in, It's coming in waves. <laughs> okay. Uh, you won the GABF Pro-Am competition this year. Uh, yeah, br- bronze, man. So, bronze. That's yeah. okay. Don't say it like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. You won the Pro-Am <laughs> yeah. competition Yeah, thanks, year. dude. Thanks, dude, man. Uh, who did you, who did you brew with? Um, I, I brewed with uh, Odell here in Fort Collins. What's oh, your name? Nice. That's uh, Mark Bowman. Okay. So, yeah. Mark, you brewed with Odell, who I'm a big fan of. We went Same. there yesterday yeah. as a matter We did. Of fact. That was yeah. the start of this mess. Oh, yeah, they make killer Odell. beer. Yeah, that was the um, first brewery we went to. Yeah. St. Lupulin is like beer of my summer. I got yep. been yeah. living off of that. Okay, so what beer did you brew with them? Uh, so it's a it's a dark raspberry sour. It's satin. Um, it's satin. They've got um, a a, pro, a sour program. Um, so it sat in their sour barrels for about seven eight months, and nice. just got super happy. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty awesome beer. So really cool thing about that beer is uh, I I'm fan of fan of you guys, fan Thank of you guys, and fan of the sour hour too. So uh, it's um, the rare barrels dark sour recipe tweaked, of course, to um, tweaked a little bit, but to your yeah. own standards. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. You got it. So how did um, you get their recipe from the show? Yeah. From the show. He gave it on the show. I never yeah. listened to the show, so I don't blame you. So he gave out the recipe on the show. You, you brewed that, you just tweaked it for your own. Yeah. Just kind of uh, made it my own. And, um, okay. yeah, that's what it was based on. Just trying to try and do something different. And, um, and you got a bronze medal out of it. Yeah, dude. Nice. Yeah. Why aren't you wearing your hardware right now? Did they not give it to you? <laughs> oh, did they keep it? It'd just it? be weird. It'd be weird. No, I would wear that for like a uh, month. Yeah. I'd just walk around with it like an idiot, you know, with the thing. And people ask, what's that? I'm awesome. That's what. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, it's been, uh, today's pretty awesome. I work over at a left-hand brewing company too. Okay. Um, not on the brewing side, on the, uh, on the. Accounting administration side. That's so. all right. So they don't, they so don't, they don't nerd, think you're a traitor. Nerd, yeah, yeah. How do they feel about you winning another brewery? A medal? Yeah. yeah, it's kind of cool. Though. I nerd out on numbers in the daytime, and I, I geek out on beer in the evening. So. That's all right. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, though, they didn't mind that you went and brewed. Oh, no, it's awesome. We're, okay. we're great friends, and yeah. uh, we're an employee-owned company, and so is Odell. So okay. We got a lot of similarities. Our, our breweries kind of started around the same time, too. So got it. We're, we're great friends. So you're your own boss, basically, because you're an employee-owned company. Uh, you know, we all, we all work together. We're working towards a common goal. It's really, really awesome to be part of something um, that we're, we're contributing to, to the beer community and trying okay. to make this whole thing a better place. Do you want to help Marty and I count all our money since you're an accountant? <laughs> of course, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> I think all of, it fits, yeah. all of it fits in my pocket. And by our, by our money, you mean Marty's money. Let's see. Uh, there's Marty's credit card. Yeah. There's Kim's credit card. So, yeah, I don't need any help. I'm fine. Awesome. Yeah. It's all accounted for. I got this. <laughs> well, hey, since I got you here, I got a, I got a couple other guys here. Jerry Lynch okay. uh, here tonight. He he brewed a beer with Pro-Am 2 um, with Equinox. Oh, yeah. Yep. You brought me a beer. I didn't even drink it. It's in the cold box still. 
Yeah. And then uh, Dave Kiltz, I don't know if he's still around, but he uh, he brewed with uh, Crow Hop up in Loveland. So our club just wanted we wanted to crash crash you guys here in here in uh, Fort Collins tonight. I'm so happy. Yeah, that you thanks did. for coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we so, appreciate that. Thanks yeah. for coming out and bringing your friends. And, Absolutely. Yeah, uh, Beardy's gonna buy all your beers. Yes. Right, sweet. I'll send Justin the bill. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, we appreciate that very much. We want to be a community bar, uh, to be yeah. honest. I, we're in a, a bit of a strange location in the, in the Foothills Mall here, but we really like the park and we like what they did. But more than anything, just like our California bar, we really want to be part of the, uh, the homebrew clubs, the, the beer community, all of that. So you guys being here uh, means a lot to me. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Glad, glad to be here, man. Yeah. Thanks for coming can, out. Can awesome. anybody get that beer still, the Odell collaboration? You know, I think it's been – kicked for for quite a while but oh. yeah should have swung by the booth on uh on thursday or should have done yeah. i walked by it about a hundred times i tried to work i tried a, about six pro am beers there there's some good ones yeah yeah nice. there's some killer beers out there yeah all right well congratulations on your medal wear it wear it proudly yeah Come oh on. yeah yeah own that thing nice yeah. Beer, yeah. Nice people in fort collins are so nice they'll talk to you for 12 minutes every time right. you go somewhere <laughs> they'll, they'll, want your, they'll want your life story yeah. yeah what's it made out of <laughs> i don't know so, yeah cool oh. <laughs> thanks brother for yeah, being on the show all right well we're gonna wrap things up and get out of here bevo did i do all the things i did all the things wow. all right amazing all right. Well, we're going to try to do about one show a month here uh, from from the Hop Grenade because I like being here and yeah. uh, I like our couches. I, it's, it's much more comfortable it, than our studio. This is way more comfortable than yeah. the studio. So I feel like it's a lazy way for me to contribute right. to the Hop Grenade yeah. here in Fort Collins. Um, so, plus here I can stare out at the people instead of them staring at the back of my head. Right. It's less awkward for me. It is? Yeah. Because you can't see them. Right. It's the same. Yeah. I'm imagining... There are actually people out here, are there? I'm there? There are people there, yeah. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, those are humans <laughs> Yeah, over there. Oh, humans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah even humans. Okay. All right, so we'll be here. I don't know who's going to come with me each time. Maybe I'll try to bring Doc out, and um, I guess I'll bring Tasty out. He's kind of a pain. He's a diva, but I'll bring him anyway. Um, and we'll do some shows here from Fort Collins. Um, I want to thank our guest today, Joyride, once again, for being on the program. Yeah. A uh, big fan of your beers, and uh, it's very nice of you to drive all the way up here and and do the show in the in that weather out there. It's like a blizzard happening, <laughs> so I appreciate that. Um, I also want to thank uh, Chuck and Up Brewery for being on the program for a couple minutes and congratulate yeah. them again on their medals. And uh, I want to point out that uh, Beardy didn't win any medals. I did year. not yeah. actually. Yeah, you en- w- you entered though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So sad. He got four. Exactly. Yeah, every I'm holding. Time. I'm holding to that. Okay. I hope. What uh, What categories did you enter? Uh, I entered Kolsch. Oh, okay. Vienna Lager. That was ambitious. Yeah. Well, I knew I wasn't going to get gold. Okay. So I was hoping for a silver. Vienna Lager. I would have given you a medal for your Vienna Lager. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, American wheat. Okay. And strong pale ale through the IPA and the strong pale ale category. Okay. What is yeah. the strong pale ale? It's an IPA. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tough yeah. category. Yeah. They they needed one more gold to hand out for an IPA. So I they see. Were getting so, so they many... made strong pale. Yeah. So yeah. they made strong pale. All right. It's were a, you it... disappointed or? Uh... Um, uh, competitions like this, there's so much good beer out there. Yeah. As long as you're sending beer that doesn't have an obvious flaw, then it gets into the subjective part sure. of what the judges are going to like. And there's so many entries too. I mean, it's a really. This is what I'm saying. Wear your metal proudly. Yeah. Like, there's so many entries. It's oh, very yeah. difficult. Yeah. yeah. And, and and 
So if you get any metal, yeah, to me that's just as good as as gold. Like gold is just as good as bronze in sure. a competition like this. Right. To me, anyway. Well, and so gonna... I wasn't good enough for any of it. So no, that's fine. I'm just gonna tell people that you won. They just can't see it under your beard. Yeah, I'm wearing all the medals under here. Yeah, you have a hundred medals <laughs> yeah. under there. Yeah, yeah. That's why you're a little hunchback. <laughs> yeah, this this uh yeah, and cross-eyed. Well, that's totally different. That's a different. I was born that way. I see. <laughs> Beardy, ladies and gentlemen, my favorite. Beardy's my favorite. <laughs> I actually like him. I really like him a lot. All right, we're gonna get out of here. Thanks everybody for being here. Uh, play me some music. Uh, I think Sam. There we go. Uh, thanks to all our sponsors. Uh, we'll be back in Fort Collins uh, probably in November for a show. And then again in January. I'm going to skip December. Um, it's God's month. <laughs> You've earned a break already. Yeah, I don't know. What That'll be the second show. Yeah, I just feel like I need a vacation. Marty, I'm going to take a couple weeks off now. Uh, tonight was enough. So, no, he says no. I feel worse. <laughs> All right, I'll be back tomorrow. Or that was no more shows. Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> All right, thanks again to Joyride. Thanks to Chuck and Nut. Uh, Bevo uh, produced this program tonight. Uh, I'd like to thank her for doing that. Um, uh, Sam hit a couple buttons on the computer over there. I'd like to thank him. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's probably going to keep me up all night again. Beardy, good job. Oh. And uh, thanks to everyone. <laughs> Just in the sky and winning the race, JP.